you know, after you do a couple thousand of these episodes uh, every single day, sometimes it feels repetitive and routine and kind of uneventful. And then every now and then, you guys know I do get celebrity guests rather regularly here on the show, but every now and then when you get a greatest of all time on the podcast, uh, these are one of those, you know, you know, you, you favor it, you, you notate, you go, okay, I remember episode 1000, blah, 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 blah. That was the day Gary V came on the show. Um, today's that day, Gary Valenciano on GTWM. What's up, brother? Thanks for being here, man. <laughs> hey, Mo. Good to be here for the first time. For the first time, finally. <laughs> honestly, finally, because it's funny. I mean, I know, I, I, w- I wouldn't say you and I message or hang out. We don't, right? But I do talk to your wife pretty, uh, I would yeah. say pretty regularly. And uh, Tita Gel has always been just an amazing, positive beam in my life. Even if maybe we don't agree sometimes in politics or how the world works, it's, there's never been a conflict, right? And of course, a lot of that has to do with she managed, and you guys are very close to uh, one of my best friends growing up, Dunita. And and I guess when whenever, sorry, Dunita, but whenever she had a little bit of a rut, Tita Jell and I would brainstorm on how to get her out of the rut, right? So it was a lot of that, right? It wasn't really like, hey, Mo, how are you? It's Mo, hey, Mo, let's brainstorm. I'm like, I'm in. What do you need us to do, right? And And that just kind of is a testament of how great of a caring person she is. But every single time I said, hey, the gel, Gary, on the podcast. How say you? And there's, it's always like you're really busy, which you are, and it just never, you know, the the, the planets never aligned, and it is aligned today. And I'm so thrilled you've made some time for for me here. Finally, you know, uh, just for everybody who's paying attention now, we go way back, you know, yeah, more yeah. In, in our family, not right. just me, but the entire family. So this is um, something that I kind of was looking forward to because when I was asked. Uh, I said, hey, you know, um, it's a Monday and usually yeah. uh, I usually just take a, take a day off, you know. Oh, no. But this, is, this isn't, <laughs> okay. no, but this isn't really work for me. Okay, got it. You know, this, is, this is something that I, I think it's just time that we get to do something like this. Now, you were on the radio show a couple of days back, but this, this mm-hmm. podcast is really, I would say, I wouldn't say is catered to uh, Filipinos abroad, but the majority of the listeners are abroad. 60% of the entire listenership here uh, are from spread out all around the world, Gary. So I'm a- guaranteeing many of them didn't hear the radio interview, but mm-hmm. you were great the other day. It was great to just talk to you and to spend an hour that felt like it was five minutes talking about life, talking about life during COVID, talking about embarrassing moments on stage to your new song that you have out called uh, make us whole again um kind of the genesis behind that pun sorry (laughs) unintended um and just kind of everything that's that you've been up to and and it was great it was a great conversation and i thought man i gotta get him on the podcast now because I'm, i'm still running with that high of having you sit down so first things first you look amazing everybody tells you this i'm sure you don't age your body looks awesome it must be a lot of work. I, I mean, I'm forty. I'm forty three now. I'm a, I'm assuming you're a tad older than I am, just a tad. And I got to pretty much starve myself to not blow up like a balloon. Uh, how do you just look forever young? No, you know what? I think it has a lot to do with. Um, ironically, I think it has a lot to do with the diabetes because oh. I've had no choice but to take care of myself right, or right, else. Right. You know, when the doctor tells you that you're given a, uh, an average lifespan of 30 years from the day of diagnosis, you know that you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. could have surpassed. And I did pass that because I was diagnosed when I was 14. Yeah. yeah. And I'm 56 now. You wow. know, And okay. people, you know, I, I know abroad, not many artists like to say how old they are. Right. But <laughs> they need to. 
yeah, I really yeah. need to because it's a shining testament really of, you know, when I speak about my faith, God and all, because really, I mean, when the doctor tells you twice, you know, he told, he first told my mom about it and then told my wife later on of two different doctors saying, you know, Mrs. Valenciano, your son or your husband was diagnosed at 14, 30 years. Yeah. You know, take, Give, and, give or take 30 years is the average lifespan. If I go beyond 30, I should have all of these problems with my eyes, my nerve endings, and right, all right. of that, which I don't, you know? So, yeah, I, then I work out. But please, Mo, I also bloat up in areas that most men never like to bloat up. <laughs> You're half-body shots, half-body shots, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> my abs are actually quite absent or they're very much <laughs> present. So that's, that's where I'm at now. You know, and and I know it's a little grim, but when you talk about beating the odds, yeah, Mm. in terms of getting a diagnosis like that, giving a number that is thrown at you, do you, how do you do, how do you go day by day? Do you do the I'm on borrowed time mentality that we hear about so much or it, you know what? No, I'm, I feel great. I'm supposed to be here. You know, they were wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go a long way. Yeah, um, actually, when when you when the doctors tell me these things, they're actually right. Mo. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're speaking out of experience and medicine and science. But um, I have a God who surpasses all of those things and who sure. does just the miraculous. And so that's what I that's how I go about my everyday life. Is that hey, it's another day. Uh, yeah, I might be on borrowed time, but it's not my time. It's his. So sure, whatever sure. happens is based on what he wants. It's orchestrated by him. And um, I try and present it to people in ways that don't sound too holy or too religious. But it's my real life journey that, you know, I, I can't, I, I probably will be able to go on living maybe, maybe a week, maybe a year, maybe two years, three years, you know, just doing things on my own. But it's really nice to know that, you know, when I'm, when I'm held in his hands and I know that whatever comes my way is what's meant to happen and, and he's going to see me through it. Not watching me from a distance, but really being with me and, and, and you know, looking at me at times when my tears start to drop or when my frustration begins to rise and he just goes, I'm with you. Just be with me as well. Okay? And we'll get from here to there. Don't worry about it. And that's how I try and live daily. You know what's incredible about you is because I think I think as the years go by and I see what goes on in the world, faith-wise, and I've brought this up on the show quite a quite a bit. Um, we have a lot of Christians, we have a lot of Catholics, we have a lot of people actually who get on the show. We, we talk about these things sometimes, and I think more than ever, I mean, I don't want to say more than ever I don't believe, or more than ever I'm super far away from the Lord because I still go to church every Sunday as we did this morning. But mm-hmm. you put it in a way that feels magical to people who may even not be on your wavelength. Like right now, when you speak, and I don't know if it's star power or if it's divine intervention, my, my hands tingle and my, ear, my, my, my hair tingles underneath this hat. And that's, that's, that's God's honest truth, right? I, most people, when they talk to me about that stuff, it's, it's, it's a go, go, okay, but I still have questions. Okay, but I'm still deflated. And then when you talk about it, it tingles. And I don't know if it's because you're Gary Vee, but I, I, you know, I've, I've interviewed people right maybe doing this 26 years especially like people like you 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 know my background you know what i've been you've heard it from other people you've heard it from peter angeli you know what i've gone through so you 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 see not so much the example of how i've lived but the example of how he's been in my life so 
I guess maybe that's part of the reason. That's partly the reason why it tingles. Also, Mo, it feels magical. I've always believed what? it feels magical. It does. You know, it does. It, 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 and it takes it's it, for me at least the way I speak. It takes the best movies to come out in a decade to feel this. You know, I can go 15 years and, and, and watching the, the best films and not feel it. And then you're not even here for, well, how many minutes have we been here now? Uh, give or take six minutes. And, yeah, and it's there. It's, it's a feeling that I don't feel or I do feel one, once every decade. Like, how do you, it's, what is it about you, sir? What, what, I, what again? I don't know. I, I, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll, maybe I can say a couple of things here. One is maybe because there was a time in my own life where I had all of these things going on in me from way back in my younger years up to, you know, when I entered the industry, show business. And there were people who spoke to me in like manner. Yeah, There were people who took time, you know, who didn't have to, but took the time and courage to tell me what I needed to hear, not just what I wanted to hear. And so, and the way they presented it was like, like that. Like, wait, wait, how I've heard this before, but it's, it's hitting me in a different way now. And, I've always believed, I mean, because of my life experiences, I've always believed in the principle of planting good seed on good soil. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah. But the thing is, a lot of people think that when you plant good seed in, on good soil, it's going to produce fruit immediately. Right, but right, no. Right. I mean, you have pine, pineapple, which is supposed to be real healthy. That takes 365 days to grow one. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. The typhoon, especially here in the Philippines, if the typhoon hits, that's gone. That's why many have these hectares or acres and acres and acres of land just to grow pineapple. And only one grows in one, whatever you call it. One. What about uh, the coconut, which is supposed to be the healthiest? Sure. You know? Sure. Take seven years. How? What? How long? It can take, it can take seven years depending on the kind of what they call buko or right, coconut. Right, right. Seven years, but it's the healthiest. But there's a lot that goes on between the seed planted, the tree growing, the typhoons that come, and then finally it gets to the to the height it's supposed to be, and then it bears the best fruit that's best for the body. Yeah. So same thing with the words that are thrown out and shared from, from me. Uh, I guess that's what happens. It's just good seed on good soil, and that's the oh, when that grows. Yes. That's not my... Even not, even I, your analogies are magical and brilliant. No. <laughs> that was that was an I, I'm a fan of speaking in analogies. I think it's effective. I think it's an effective way to communicate. I think it's an effective way to teach. I think, so too. I think it's an effective way for people to even relate, right? And that was incredible. Like <laughs> that was that was good. That's a good one. You're the, you're the man. How's COVID been like for you, brother? Um just the oh. entire year plus that that uh we've been going through. COVID, um, it's it's hit me in ways I that has stretched my faith, sure. you know, in some ways. Because when you have a show on a Sunday and you're talking to your son, my second son, Gabriel, yeah. I'm talking to him on the phone and he's talking like this, Dad, I'm not, I'm not, it's hard. It's kind of hard to breathe. Uh, wait, Dad, wait. And I'm there. I'm about to come out on stage and I'm like, okay, son, just hang in there. Are you going to the hospital? No, no. Dad, I can't go. Doctor says I should stay home. I mean, that whole, those few minutes of real life drama. Yeah. Yeah. That you, that you can only try and execute 
on television or on a movie, this one is you're actually going through it and you're hearing your son, who is the most active of all my children, <laughs> right, right. the one who's heavy into all the workouts like right, right. Kiana is now, but Gab is really like, yeah, yeah. you know, into all He's of that. He's a specimen. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you hear him talking that way, you know, and thank God that it, it, he kind of was able to surpass that and got better. Sure. Then a uh, few months later on, uh, I get news that uh, you know I was exposed to someone who had COVID, and I come home and everybody's okay. I'm negative and all, and my wife, yeah. Tita Angeli, yeah. 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 ends yeah. up having it. And I ask her, "Are you feeling anything?" No, no, I'm I'm okay and all that. But you know, with COVID, it's such a deceiver where you sure. feel okay for right. a couple of days and then bang, bang, and then you don't know where it's gonna go. Right. right. So, you know, coupled with all the stories, all the text messages of people that you know who have died or people that you know of that you know who have people in their lives that are actually dying or have died or are now coming out of COVID. I mean, it's one after the other. So it has played its role in kind of not wreaking havoc, but more like shaking and rocking the boat. And um, it's really had to get me to be still and just say, okay, Lord, in Tagalog, it's kayo na pong bahala, meaning it's really all up to you now. Yeah. And that's what I've done. And I'm thankful that um, the protection has gone way beyond just me, but, you know, to my wife, to my, to Kiana, to Paolo, who has Samantha as his wife, and right. my right. grandchild, Leah, all of that's been kind of covered. And I'm thankful for that. Is this, is this uh, where the song uh, kind of stems from then? I mean, is this is, it was, is a COVID song, uh, Make Us Whole Again? It's a COVID song um, <clears throat> inspired first by the, the shutdown of ABS-CBN. Right. And right. Uh, then later on, it just kind of transformed uh, into being inspired by just the stories I've heard, the, the text messages and the response of people uh, to something I put out. Imagine I put out a bike vlog. What yeah. does biking have to do with COVID? And yet you can tell that there are people saying, you know, I don't ride, but I'm, but I feel like you took me on a journey, especially now that all of this is going on in yeah. life and all. So, you know, people are opening up a little more now. And it for me is an opportunity just to try and meet people at the point of their need. And I'm, again, I'm thankful that, well, I want people to know that that's why that song means a lot to me because it wasn't my own personal experience, but I think everyone's experience all around the world, you yeah. know, that really inspired me to finish that song. You've been successful, very successful. And again, that would be an understatement for decades now. And sometimes I like to, you know, the whole BCAD thing where, where there's like a, there's a, there's a, such a monumental event in humanity that we're able to kind of cut that point in time and start with the zero, right? To, to the modern person, it's pre-internet and post-internet. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's my, that's my uh, game changer uh, for humanity. When, yeah. you, when you're able to be successful, both PI and, oh, that sounds like a bad word, no. Uh, <laughs> PI and PI, pre-internet, post-internet. Let's, uh, let's call it something else. Pre-I and post-I. Um, w- what's that like? Uh, when you're creating music, pre-internet, post-internet, well, what are the different challenges? I, I feel like the competition's stiffer, no? When you're in the post-internet world, because now you compete against the rest of the world, unless yeah. until just the you actually and and uh, you actually compete with yourself. Yeah. I think that that's probably the most difficult thing up to now. 
that I go through when I write music. I'm always thinking, wait, wait, should it sound like this? Wait, wait, maybe it should sound like that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And it gets a bit tough and it triggers certain things in me like not like me not wanting to continue to finish the song yeah. or yeah. me just putting it aside and or maybe somebody else should do it or maybe it should be a collaboration of different artists. It's good. It's a good idea. But then other ideas come in. Yeah, but wait. No, that no, it can't be that way. No, why? Oh, but what if it doesn't doesn't generate the numbers? What if it doesn't do this? What if? What if? And uh, you can't live a life, you know, of maybes and what ifs. I mean, you you'll never move forward. You'll always go. You probably will end up years later on looking back and saying, "I should have when I could have." And and you don't do that. Uh, that's then you end up with a lot of regret. Post internet um, writing music, there was a uh, there was a level of uh, satisfaction and success that, if achieved, yeah. really created an impact. That you know, you you hold an award for winning, let's say, best recording and all, and you really hold it. And you, you know, I would find myself here at home just holding it like this, and really, really thinking and thanking the people, like in radio, because at that time, that's where the music was heard. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. You know, and then it come out on TV shows and all, but it, it. It's sort of the physical reward of you know having an award with you. It sort of uh, meant something deeper than. Then now, now, right. it's, yeah. it's all about numbers. Eh? Yeah, and, and yeah, right. I never right. believed in numbers having to define a person. Sure, sure. You know, you don't define a person because of numbers. I mean, if you fail in school in a subject in science, it doesn't mean you're bobo. You're yeah, just not yeah. in science, right, but in right, general, right, you're, not, right. you're not a dumb person. So that's how I feel, and that's what I feel has happened, you know. And so when I write my music, I'm thankful na lang that I have children who I can go to and say, "Hey," and they're all musically inclined. Yeah, and they, they all know different kinds of music. Right, right. So when I make them hear the music, and they go, "Dad," mm, <laughs> or "Hey, Dad," wait, wait, Dad, what if we do this? You know, I yeah. guess you can tell who's who. Right. right. And, um, that's for me is uh, another reward in itself because I have a team of people sure, now sure. who are helping me through this, you know, this the current, you know, the current situation we're in with regard to the internet. You know, speaking of awards, here's a fun fact: Did you win? Did you win Best Male Artist in 2000 for MTV? I'm trying to remember. Was it 2009? Yeah, it's got to have been 2000. Did you win? I'm pretty sure you won Best Male Artist MTV Asia. You know why? Why? Because I was nominated with you. I, I, I was against you, my friend. And I knew and I knew I knew for a fact I was dead. Like I was like, oh who who else is nominated? And it's MTV. You know, of course this is this is Dunita MTV days. So I got nominated for Best Male Artist. And I said, uh, who else is on this? Because I feel like a million bucks. I'm gonna crush that. And they said, Oh, uh, let's see here. Gary V. I was like, oh, 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 oh. well, and then I then I reverted to wouldn't it be great to win? To at least I was nominated. <laughs> at least I was nominated. Hey, I'm gonna take that. Um, <laughs> well, I I don't know. I, I I'll have to go. I think my... you did. I th- I'm pretty sure you won because I remember when they actually announced it, <clears> and I said, "But of course." <laughs> and uh, and I and I gladly took the L. But I'll tell you, you know, I think I think celebrities or artists or whatever and i'm not really an artist i just don't happen to have an album and for whatever reason i got nominated i think it was a fluke but i've always believed when people say at least i was nominated i always go well that's a lie because who wants to lose 
And yeah. then I saw who I was nominated with, and you are there. And I said, okay, wait a minute. That is an achievement. That someone thought that, not that we were at a level, because we're not. Not It was more just my name was put in the same sentence or breath as yours for this. I was so thrilled. And I can honestly, genuinely say that. I hate to lose, man. I really, really do. I'm competitive. And you, you seem to be yeah, know you know, e- equally competitive as well. But it was one of those moments where not only am I okay with losing, man, you said my name next to his name. <laughs> like You played five seconds when they say our names next to his name. I'm oh. set. Take it. You know? And big smile on my face. Heard your name, big smile on my face. And I thought, you know what? I've changed my ways regarding people who say, oh, well, that's the showbiz answer. I'm just happy to be nominated. No? Well, listen. When you're with a certain company, it is. It oh, is. Man. It is. Thank you. It is a happy to be nominated thing. So. Thanks. Anyway, let's say hi to Tita Jell, who's uh, here. But she said she's not feeling very well. Hello, Tita Jell. Yeah, she she's is. not feeling too well right now. Hi. So. Oh, there she hi is. Hi there. <laughs> yeah, Tita and Jelly. Um, you know, Tita Jell. I think we've got a caller here whom who has a question, and she's a she's a wife, and she's got a question. Do you mind if I borrow your time and have the both of you just for this one? I, I think this this is something that might you might be able to relate to as well. Yes. Okay, I only have ten minutes because ten I minutes have a, is all we need. Ten minutes is all we need. seminar. Let's get to it. Miami, Florida, and talk to Ria. Ria, you're 42 years old. Welcome to the show, Ria. Um, I know you were super thrilled when you heard Gary Vee was going to be on the show. Let's just double that thrill because we have Angeli Valenciano as well on the show. Hi, Ria. Thanks for being here. Hi, Mo. Hi, Sir Gary. Hi, Miss Angeli. How are you guys? We are Hi. doing good. Hey, Ria. Hope it you're is. doing okay. I have family in Miami also. Do yeah. you? Oh, that's oh, good. That's yeah, good. Talk about that. It's almost 10 p.m. Are you? You said you're on duty. Are you in the medical field, nurse or or, or doctor? Or I mean, usually when they say duty, this time of the night, it's one of those things. <laughs> I am in the medical field. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm supposed to be on the desk at 10 o'clock, pero one Uh-oh. of my coworkers said, "I really need to make this call." So Sabina, she's gonna cover for me. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Okay. All right. So fire away. What do you want to talk about? Let's let's pick our brain. Let's pick the pick the brains of the Valencianos when it comes to something that you wanna what you're involved in. What do you got? Okay. Um uh well first and foremost, I'm I'm sorry I'm a little nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, when you said it's Garavi who's gonna be there, I was yeah. really, really thrilled because oh yeah, I, I'm just out of words. It's Mr. Sure. Gary V there, and sure. plus, calm about um, me, worried about Gary. Fair enough. <laughs> with Story Mrs. of my life. Valenciano as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. No, no, well, um, you sound great. You sound great. Thank you. Okay, so my pro, I'm 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 42. Yeah. I've been married to my husband for 17 years now. Oh, He's wow. half Pute, okay, half Filipino, and um, he he had a, he had a good job. So for we, we don't have kids, um, sort of by choice, but at the same time, it didn't happen that end because we're both very busy. Okay. Um, he recently he recently quit his job, which I'm okay with because it, it was a good job. But, you know, we were being asked to move a lot. So basically for the past 17 years, um, I moved where he moved. Yeah. Um, and then, um, well, basically, my question is about finances. So, for the longest time, our income has always been combined. Um, sometimes I, w- I don't even know how much I make. Because, kumbaga, it all goes in the same pot. 
yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all the budgeting, all the expenses will come out of that. And then um, for the past, I don't know, 15 years, 15 years, it was okay. I, I don't look at the expenses. I don't look at the finances. But at the same time, at the back of my mind, I'm like, we're both working very hard. Bakit wala kaming naiipon? Um, it's not that we don't have savings. We have um, a couple of properties naman. Pero I feel like we're making this much. Bakit walang savings akong nakikita? And then, you know, looking around the house, I see na ang dami niyang mga gaming collections, ang daming toys, and all that. <laughs> but the, the bad part is... Two years ago, nung, um, nung nag-move na kami dito sa Miami, and I started looking at the finances for some reason. Kasi parang, I'm, I'm getting tired of my job na rin. Parang, are we gonna be okay if I quit? Then all yeah, that. Yeah. So when I looked at it, dun ko nakita na for so many years, I cannot track for how long. My husband is spending about maybe an average of $2,500 a month on toys. Okay. <laughs> Toys, games, uh, nakita ko yung credit card statements, may mga bill for Apple app na $99 every, every week. And then, merong mga toys uh, and ev- everything. So, um, I talked to him about it. Um, it wasn't a good conversation. This was two years ago. Yeah. Nung nalaman ko. So, and then I told him this, this, and that. And he said, well, I have depression. Yun yung way ko for me to cope with depression. When I buy something, I feel better. So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever helps. Hold on, I'm writing this down just in case. My uh, my wife says the same thing. Yeah. So he said that, and then and then what? And so ang sabi, so the, the, the excuse has always been depression. Tapos sabi niya, um, it's his way of retaliating against me. Kasi sabi niya, when you're snapping at me kapag masumit ka, that's what, that's what I do to like, you know, piss you off further. And for me, it's like, I'm, I'm working so hard para meron tayong savings. So when, when this time comes, like, you know, when you want to quit your job, we'll be okay. And I don't know, it's just, I did not grow up from a, rich family or anything but sure. i really believe in the value of saving for the rainy days if that makes sense yeah like um, now right um so so what's your uh, question okay um the other so nag-usap na kami many times na please stop please stop ang lagi niyang nirarason is it's because of my depression this right. this and sure, that sure. the other night um actually last february lang i found out that he spent Six thousand. Isang gastos, six thousand on toys. Not isang gastos, but it's like maybe from February two to February twenty-seven, something like that. Six thousand dollars dun sa mga games niya. And then, eto lang just just this last week again another twenty-seven hundred. For me, it's like this: we cannot keep on spending like this, cause it's we're not getting any younger. I mean, personally, ako mo, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say this, kahit paano I make good money, but I feel bad that I don't even have a single luxury bag. Okay. I know it sounds it sounds materialosa, but I'm like, dude, I'm making all this money and you spend thousands and thousands on toys, pero ako, 
the most expensive item I own right now is an eight-year-old laptop that I bought for $800 eight years ago, which is like ridiculous because my husband will just spend $2,500 on toys. Right, right, right. So what's the, what's, the other, what's, the, what's the other night? Yeah, go ahead quickly oh, and then tell, the, give, give me your question. Yeah, the other night, um, hindi ko na talaga natiis. So, lumapit ako dun sa isa niyang friend na, ka- na kaibigan ko rin naman. Because I'm like, I think he has a spending addiction or I don't know what addiction he has. Maybe he's addicted to games and toys, but something needs to be done. Can you help me talk to him? So, all this time, I thought his friend understood the situation and kahit papano, he's on my side. Tapos, nung nag-usap na kami, I think it flipped completely, 180. Kasi sabi ng friend niya, Ria, it's like this. Dapat sa household, 50-50 lagi ang hatian ninyong dalawa. So, yeah, yeah. the example he gave was this. For example, let's just say he's, my husband's making $100 a month. I'm making $60 a month. So, our combined income will be 160 right? Yeah. Let's say ang expenses namin sa bahay is 120 now, sabi niya, yung 120 daw, dapat 50-50. So, I give 60, my husband gives 60. Right, right. You're going but, by exact amounts, but not by percentages. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, that's so, kind of unfair. Um, yeah, ang sabi ng friend niya, I shouldn't feel bad if my husband's spending the rest of his $40 for himself because that's his money. So, ang sinasabi niya, his spending is justified na dapat daw maging okay ako doon. And for me, it's like, so it sucks to be me because I'm only making like 60% of what he's actually making. Sure. So, uh, I mean, and ganun na lang ba talaga yun na parang he, he's, it's okay for him to spend and then I'm just stuck yeah. with... Is, 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 that, I, is that the question though? Uh, is this yes. fair? Okay, let, let's 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 talk about that a little bit. You know, let me let me um, sorry, Tijal, to put you on the spot, but you're the manager, right? Do you guys argue about finances regarding this, or or Gary? Do you just do the whole? Okay, you're the expert. Just if I need to buy a toy, I'm gonna buy a toy. I'm just gonna get the money. I'm gonna get the bat one from you. I, I'll have to leave in a while, so yeah. I can yeah. I speak first. Yes, yeah. go go ahead. Okay, um, early on, maybe it's because I finished business administration and majoring in marketing um i had a lot of law courses and um accounting courses finance so um we have a we're we're christians and we believe in the um tithing giving a portion of our income to the lord and so we even have a tithe account and we have a foundation that's 30 years old Yeah, yeah so we allocate a portion of our, a huge chunk of Gary's income to the foundation and to um, what we call the bank one, which is tithing. So if anybody has a problem and you know how diabetics and tons of people ask for help, right? Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't become a problem because we institutionalized the giving of Gary and we've never lacked. Now, early on, Gary said, I'll handle the finances and he handles, you know, like um, I don't, I don't normally mess around with his decisions regarding his craft. I don't say, I, I you know, there's a lousy arrangement or right, sometimes right. I'll give a comment, but I think that Gary's an expert at what he does. And so, you know, he would give me like tips, like not tips. He would just say, 
I just want to make sure that our house is fully paid. And I listened to that. So now our house is fully paid, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with having no branded bags because I'm not that kind of a person. And every branded bag I have was given to me. Yeah, but Dita, you know? Dita, what if you had no branded bags, but but Gary had the expensive watch and the he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't. Gary, Gary's, Gary doesn't spend a lot. And I'll tell you one thing: um, toys are are believe it or not, toys are um, investments. Sure. Because Gary and I had bought all kinds of toys for the kids, right? And then recently, I asked my yaya, I said, what's inside that cabinet? And then she said, oh, you know, the toys of the boys, which like 30 years ago or 25 years ago, right? Like all these spaceships and Star Wars. And and then Paolo freaked out because when he saw it and I went online, the toys were like worth over 100,000 pesos. And you're only talking for... A couple of like one was worth five hundred dollars, another yeah. was worth four hundred dollars. And if you go online to the proper sites, you can sell them. Right, right, yeah. Because because if he buys the kind of toys that I assume he's buying, which is you know like, did you see Paolo's room, Mo? No, no, no. Paolo, Paolo has a room that's all toys, all. Star Wars. I, I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure my son doesn't listen to this episode because uh, that's how he's gonna justify all of these purchases of toys. I'm not justifying, you know, um, the fact that the husband is is buying a toys. Guys, toys are different. I mean, he has his keyboards and and if this is what makes him happy, and there's no eternal value to fighting over toys yeah. that he likes that makes him happy. Don't you think that's better than a mistress? I, I know the mentality. The mentality, at least do this instead of doing that. But what yeah. if you guys were hiding it from each other, though? Because that's what it sounds like it's going on here, right? It's the deception part, I think, that she might have a problem with. I think if you, if her husband was like, hey, yeah, listen, I need toys because it makes me feel better and I'm in a dark place. If I were a supportive spouse, whether wife or husband, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure, I get it. But you didn't tell me about all of this. And maybe I can grab a little bit. I think, I think people... Married couples fight about finances. I fight about finances with my wife. Or let's say argue is probably the best word. We argue, we argue, we argue about finances. The one thing I think when it comes to this, and this might be equating to cheating in terms of mistresses, is when you start hiding stuff. If you start hiding stuff, that's when we can really build a, 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 a sometimes impenetrable kind of gap between us and a loss of respect. How do you gain it back? Is How do you gain that trust back, Gary? Okay, um, Ria, because um, for me, no, um, with regard to hiding, I'm not exactly sure if he was really trying to hide it because he's aware that you have access to all of these things Fair and enough. you can see exactly what he's spending. If there is a problem indeed with his depression, the depression can really trigger these things. Okay, gotcha. I know because I have children who are struggling also with things like this. Um Ria, um, I've often talked to my wife, Angeli, and I've often told her before. You can't, Well, I told her once before, but I've told others about this. When you have a gun, okay, and you pull the trigger and the bullet comes out and it hurts somebody, you can't look, throw the gun and say, oh, my God, the gun. You know, the gun is so... But you actually pull the trigger. 
So in other words, if you press, which I told Anjali once, Anjali, when you press buttons that spell L-A-U-N-C-H, you're launching something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and don't press the buttons that can launch. Now, this doesn't mean that he's not going to spend. He's going to spend. What I'm trying to get to, uh, Ria, is instead of fighting fire with fire, you fight fire with water. Water, right. right. Okay? It's soothing. Uh, it's... It, it can be soothing, you know, all the benefits of what water does. The reason I'm saying this is because maybe the approach to all of this can be from an, from an angle he absolutely does not, that would blow him away. Like instead of going to him and saying, why are you spending like this and all blah, 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 blah. Sit down with him and say, okay, this is how much you spent now. Um, are you happy? I mean, are the toys helping you out? I mean, you know, if, if it doesn't help him, then the problem is not really in him spending. There's something else that's going on that's triggering him to do these things. Is it going to be easy to find out what these things are? That's a journey you're both going to have to take. Yeah. You're not saying you don't love him. You do love him. You've been together for some time now. You don't have children, but he's spending. And honestly, I don't spend that way. Okay, I have toys here, my keyboards, <laughs> right. which I enjoy. I'm a, I'm a sneaker. What do you call that? Sneakerhead. Sneakerhead. Oh man! Uh, sometimes, and I'll be honest. Sometimes I, you know, in, through the course of time, I go to my brother's house because it's all stocked up and piled up in my brother's house. It's boxes and boxes of shoes, but these are things that they do make me happy. Do I use them? Of course, I use them. Right, I really right. like wearing them. I really like going around feeling good with what I'm wearing. But if I were to do that on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis, then there's a problem. Yeah, it would be responsible. Right. So right. Um, my suggestion, uh, Ria, is um, already seek, if it's possible, seek professional help um, to help you out in dealing with how to deal with this situation because the last thing I want is for you guys to have to separate because of this problem. 100%. Um, 100%. You know, 100%. You know I, I, I read this book. Um, Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. That really helped me out because I used to think that Gary didn't care about me because if he's watching <laughs> a, a basketball game, like, War, Warriors versus LA, I'm like, uh, we have a problem with Gab and he doesn't want to talk to me because he's in the middle of his game. I used to think that there was something wrong, right? Yeah, that yeah. it's more important than me or my my children. But then... When I read that book, I realized that men have a different way of thinking and you have to respect the way they think. And that's the reason why the Bible says women must submit to their husbands as yeah. unto the Lord. Except, of course, if he's going to tell you to sin or do some yeah. crime or something. But, but I realized that um, there's one thing that made me really, um, that really hit me. And I think I told this to you, Mo last week, uh, last Saturday, um, when it comes to taste, go with the flow. When it comes to principles, stand firm as a rock. Sure. If he's right. happy with his toys, you know, you're, you're lucky he's not buying a Porsche, a Maserati, <laughs> or a Lamborghini. He's just buying $200, $300, $500 toys, you know. And he probably works hard, so he feels he deserves it. And I will tell you that these toys, you can go on eBay and sell them and they are quite 
pricey. Dude, you know, um, you, know, you, know you know the brand new, you know the 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 iPod, the very first iPod. Remember that one many years ago? You go online now, it's like twenty thousand US dollars for that thing. It means this one right that here. That one right there, twenty thousand dollars <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> right now, if you go online, so I get I get the investment, or and I, I find that to be very lucky. It's like a lucky investment. You who would have thought at that time, right? To it was going to turn out that way. But you're right. You're right in the sense that. Um, if this is his therapy, because there's a retail therapy sometimes, I, I, I get that you can be patient with it and support it. If it becomes egregious, then Gary, I'm with you. So, maybe some professional help needs to be diagnosed and said, okay, no, this is what has to be done. Because if it buries you in debt, if it buries you in problems where you can't pay for the basic necessities anymore, then yes, we are working on an, an addiction level. That part needs to be diagnosed, Ria. And if you're not there, at first, at first she has to she has to address it with him. Sure. Can I talk to yeah. you like that? Can I talk to you? Can we discuss this? I, and I mean, if, if, say, if if the if the if the discussions start out, you know, like sparks are flying everywhere, right, right. then shift gear, put it off, and come. I mean, Ria, it's going to take time. It's going to. It's not something that may change overnight, or it may. But even if it doesn't. You know, I believe that with good intentions you have to save the marriage. Since he, if this is the only problem he has, then yeah, I agree with my wife. Try and look for ways to discuss these things. Yep. It yep. may yep. be an argument in the beginning, but then you'll find something else to, okay, let's approach it from this way. It may not work that way. Look for another way. But but try to avoid pressing the, yeah, the, the launch the, the, button yeah, right, that says, yeah, right. you've been spending again. Right. Again, you got this. I haven't even gotten anything for myself. And all, is it a lot that you have to do? Yes. Does it, does it justify what your husband's doing? Not necessarily. But he's, he may be going through more than what anybody Appears, right. may actually right. suspect. So, hey, Gary, what about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I see, right, three five thousand dollars, and then I say, "What's this, Gary?" And he bought software for the Vienna strings or Apple oh, TV, man. and I oh, say, yeah. "Do we have to own all the movies in the world?" I mean, you know, because I have all the movies in the world on on his Apple TV, and I said, and I tell him, and it's not even a no, it's not even on C- DVD. What if something all of a sudden disappears and there's no there's no more satellite. You you spent like ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars in movies, or or a series that we can't even watch anymore. I always tell him that, but yeah, but that's his money. That's his money. My argument to her is that yeah, it could happen, but it may not happen too. So <laughs> you know, the accessibility and all, it's nice when the family's here. You just you know, we all anyway. So Ria, I hope can I I just have one question for Ria. What toys exactly is he? Ria, yeah. Did we lose you? Because I, I think I have you on mute. Uh, let me see if I don't I... know, but she might be back at work already. Yeah, wait, hold on. No, she's she's actually messaging. She's like, guys, I'm working two jobs and I'm crying in front of him. So I think we I, I just disconnected her. I want to make sure I get her back so you can okay. ask that question. Hey Ria. Hey. Okay, there you go. You so you heard everything we were talking about. So Gary yes. has one question for you, real quick. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, my question was, what kind of toys are you talking about? What what kind of toys is he is he buying? Is he collecting? Um, I think they're called like miniature models. Yung oh. mga maliliit lang siya na toys, but he would buy like a lot of them talaga. 
Ito pa yung mga Funko Pop, Funko Pop. Di ba yung malaking no. ulo, tapos oh, maliit no, na no, katawan. No. Yan, no. Okay, gosh. It's like... Um, Kasi may argument uh, for investment din yun. Yung mga <laughs> Warhammer stuff. Hmm. Um, uh, Those are investments, Ria. <laughs> Promise. I mean, okay, Paolo okay. almost fainted when he saw all these toys that 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 we kept you know like all these uh okay but okay um, let, let me ask you this though. submarines and stuff and okay let, let me ask you this and and just and we'll cut this short yeah it's just because it's, it's running along and she's got to get back but she just messaged here ria you said you're getting to a point where you're buried in credit card debt you're crying in front of him to stop spending because you can't afford it and and it has made you it's gotten you to a point where you're working two jobs just to pay off this debt so we are at a, I would I would consider a considerable alarm is going off here, right? Yes. That no longer can we justify the spending of this in the name of investment. That, that's my opinion, Tito Gel. No, um, really quick, guys, just so we can get this out of here. What's the approach, Gary? You 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 seem to be very diplomatic regarding the being patient with them and stuff. But when does the patient run out? When do you? Gary, go okay. That's it. Buck stops here. When does it, Tita Gel, become firm on your principles and not go with the flow? Um, well, he earns his he earns the money, so he can spend what he wants to spend. Well, she's working because, two jobs now just to get just to get uh, them well, as long as you don't rack up your credit cards because credit card well, debt no, is that's, worse. That's it. But now she's racking up her credit card bills, huh? Because yeah, because she's yeah. Not, she doesn't make and enough. Uh, she now has two jobs in order to pay for what he's buying so there Ria, Ria, that's where you're at right yeah yes that's sorry that's okay Ria. yeah that's okay we understand um let me i think i think this already is a way of her saying the buck stops here yeah yeah right yeah but it's obvious for me huh? i'm just i'm just uh Ria, i'm just speaking long out of from what from how i heard you speak um, you went from one situation to the next, and and there's still, I think, a lot more that you'd want to express. But there, for me, there is a problem. The investments and all that only come later. Kaya investment exactly but later yeah. on in right. time. Right. That's that's when it takes right. place. But it's the now that's important. It's the now that needs to be taken care of. First is from my wife and from me and from from Mo. I'm, I'm sorry that you're in this situation, um, but there is a process, you know, and as to what that process is, for me, I'd still say, you personally need to go and see someone who could, who is willing to help the both of you yeah. and maybe help you out first because I'm sure many things could have already been embedded in your heart with the sudden progress of how he's been buying these things and then you just realize it's there and now you're working two jobs, which I don't think is the way any marriage should be. So while there's still time, for me, go seek the help. Go ask the questions. Be um, as raw as you can be. Go to him first. Go to yeah, him first. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You yeah, can. I mean, you can. And then, Bible, if, the Bible says, "Go to the person first, and then bring somebody to intervene." Yeah. You know, and yeah, like an arbitration I mean, process. Intervention right. and arbitration, mediation is 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 non-negotiable. I mean, if if, if it's okay. reached a well, level where you, know, I mean, you I, can't communicate properly, you're right. You're right, and 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 this is its own little form. But you want to get, of course, pro help. But the media, what well, mediation works, how why I think it works well in, in arbitration and stuff is because then you're not 
you know, sometimes you can get irritated with your spouse and everything that comes out of their mouth, you're already going to immediately disagree, no matter how much merit their argument is because of how iniskana, diva. When you hear it from someone else, sometimes it hits a little bit truer or hits a little bit more correct to you. And you may, they may be saying the same message. Your spouse may be saying the same message as the, yeah. as the arbitration, but it just, it, it's received differently because it comes from a different source. So I'm, I'm with, I'm with you guys on that one. And I think you're at a point you gotta where, guard. She has to guard her heart because bitterness is going to set in. But what, and, 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 and I hate, and I hate, I would hate to hear about a marriage fail because of financial uh, disagreements. That's the part. Now, I, I know marriages are going to fail. And I know, Tita Jell, from we, our conversations, and Gary, I'm assuming you, same, you share the same uh, philosophy, is that you're really, for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, till death do you guys part, this is it. This is the vow. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it. And I feel like a financial disagreement, if it ended up to a point where you guys are going to break up, that is harder for me personally to swallow. Because mm-hmm. I... I not that it's an easier conversation to have, and I hope I don't sound like I'm coming from a place of privilege, but I just feel it is a more solvable problem than other issues, though everybody fights about finances. So uh, don't go in the mindset when you're talking to him about it's this or or nothing or ultimatum yes. or any of that, but <clears throat> it has to be addressed diplomatically at first and then maybe brought in some external help to kind of see just in case he's not taking your opinion uh, with any uh, kind of respect, um, but thanks for the call, Ria. I, I I know I know it's it's hard for you right now, and I appreciate you reaching out to us and whatnot. I know you're at work, one of your two jobs, and it looks like you're doing night shift, and that's a hard shift, man. I, I know that life. Um, hang in there. I got to run, Mo. I yeah, got to yeah, go, run. Go, go, go. It's I have a... All right, hon. All right, yeah. Love you, Ria. Read your Bible. That's the most important. <laughs> yeah. I I want to say something to Ria. I'll see you, hon. Take care. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Ria, you, can you hear us? Yes, I can yeah, okay. hear you guys. Yeah, Gary, can you Gary's, hear me? Yeah, Gary's got a last word for you. Yeah, Ria. Okay. Um, first is I, I'm thankful that you haven't given up, you know, on, on him. And um, I'm, I'm just praying. Sincerely, I am. Even now, you know, I'm just praying that somehow there'll be a breakthrough uh, in the way you communicate with him. Um, I was going to say earlier that uh, when my wife was saying it's best to talk to the person first, I'm assuming that you've already tried. Yeah. That's why I already jumped into maybe seeking some professional help. I don't, and I want to make you know that when you, when I'm, when I'm, when I say seek professional help, it's, it's not because how would I say it? It's not in any way meant to discourage people from feeling, oh, what? I'm going to have to see a professional. Oh no, you know, there's something wrong with me. No, there's something obviously for me. There's something obviously yeah. wrong. In the whole setup, you know, and sometimes because you're both in it, you're both in the middle of the dust, you can't see yeah. too far away from you, but the person from the outside can see Absolutely. and help you in, in, in kind of putting things in place. And who knows that maybe this is what he might be waiting for as well. He may know that he has a problem. He just doesn't know how to go about it. You know, he knows yeah, yeah. he's seen those numbers. He's, he knows what's going on. So he's not dumb. But it may be something, if it is a problem that he has, it's something that he may not be able to handle himself in ways that um, he thought. He- he's been, uh, Sir Gary, he's also, he, he's, he's going through, uh, he, 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 he has a counselor. He's, he has a therapist that helps him with the depression. So okay. 
he 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 is getting help but you're right maybe we need to like get a marriage counselor or someone that can yeah. talk to the both of us it's just that you know it it's been this this downward spiral's been going on for the past two years and i just sent mo a message now i i tried all the approach i can i tried the galit approach i tried the Okay, babe. I know it's hard for you to stop the spending. How about mag-budget na lang tayo? Um, how about instead of I don't know spending this much money, itry natin. Let's say limit natin just a thousand per month. Hindi pa rin eh. He won't because he said hindi talaga kaya. So that, like I said, I I tried to ask his friend to help me talk to him, but it did not work then and. There's so many times, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, but it happened uh, many, many times already. I would even kneel in front of him crying, telling him, like, we can't keep on spending like this because we won't be able to afford it. Um, three months ago, we had this big fight because I got this uh, mail from the bank. And apparently, he's borrowing um, equity from the house. You know, Oof. when you can borrow yeah. against the rough. house. Yeah, rough. I, I don't know what. It's like, what do you need the money for? Sabi niya, wala lang, wala lang. Sabi ko, babe, this is, this is, this is getting out of hand. Kasi now, bahay na natin yung tinatarget mo. Yeah, you're putting up against, right? Okay, Ria, Ria, I, I think the cavalry. I think, yeah, I think the cavalry's got to got to come in here on this one, and and you got to get somebody to to, to help uh, mediate this. Um, I don't know, Gary. I I think I think that's that's kind of where we're at, right? I mean, that's it's, it's, actually what I what, what I felt because of everything that you were trying to explain, Kanina, yeah. uh, Ria. So that's I'm going to stick to that, and I'm going to trust the process. You yeah, know, yeah, again, it yeah. might take time. There might be other arguments. There might be other big fights and all. But if there is a problem with your husband, that's where it's stemming from. And that needs to be addressed. Okay, and Ria. He's willing okay. enough to take that route. Thanks for the call, my dear. Hang in there. Hang in there. Honestly, hang in there. Thank you. And, 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 and give it all you got. I know that if you feel like you've exhausted all measures, but there are others. But you know you're you're near the finish line. I can feel it. But at the same, in terms of your patience, but there's another line there that you guys can jump out in a race and, and it'll be a bit more positive of an outcome if you can, if you can do it right. Okay. Okay. Thank right. you guys. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Yep. No worries. Have a good day. Bye, Maria. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, Gary, that was heavy. Sorry, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's okay. You know, I you mean, great. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I can, if I can somehow help in any way, then so, then so be it. That's fine. Ria, don't worry. You know, it, it, thank you for sharing and for opening up. And I, I'm praying that really somehow, you know, breakthroughs begin to take place. Even if you don't see the end, if you don't, you don't feel that something is changing, just trust the process. And if you, if you put God in the middle of it, man, if, then you'll know for sure that something is going to turn up in the near future based on his plan and his timing. Can, can I ask you a little bit about that, if you don't mind, Gary? Sure. And then we got to go to commercial break here because we're running late. I've taken so much of your time. We've still got one quick call. No, no, go. really. Right, right. Honestly, I'm you okay. Got, okay, I just want to make sure. And this is personal. Though. I'm asking you for advice now. And and this has been something that's been brought up a lot here on the show recently because of COVID, because of our, and sorry, I don't want to be too political, but I'm not a fan of this administration, Filipinas. Well, U.S. prior to Trump, uh, when Trump was there, he's gone now, so I feel much better. But I don't like I just don't, I can't help but think how 
can you put God in charge and go, okay, I need you to take care of this when it seems like it get, it gets worse? Like, how do I have faith in God that's good? He's going to make this okay. Now, it could be relative. I mean, maybe you feel good about the admin. Like, and, and I'm just, you know, just I, that's a personal bias. But I don't like the kind of human being that we have. I, character. I don't like the character that we have. Mm-hmm. Teach me to be more confident about putting it in things in God's hands, things that I think seem to be going off the rails for everybody. It doesn't affect me too much because I'm abroad, but it affects my soul, or I mean, that's too romantic of a word. It, it affects my confidence in just life when I see what I feel is truly evil people in positions that inspire young people to do bad things. Does that make sense? Yeah, I gotcha. Help, help me go, I'm going to put it in God's hands, and I, I mean, and I can feel good about it. Okay. Well, for one thing, let me, <clears throat> let me touch on you being who you are, Mo, yeah. and the tool, the tool that you have right now in order to reach so many. I don't know how many podcasts you've had already, but you said it's in the thousands, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, 10 years. So with regard to what you feel about the leadership, that's you probably have a lot of people who will come against you and bash you for that. Absolutely. And you, have, you will have others who will support you in that. But with regard to how God is playing in all of this, um, you know, when if I may sound a little religious and a little, you know, uh, holy, I'm trying to try and sound, I'm not going to try and do it intentionally, but this is what I'm led to say. When Christ walked the earth, he was uh, someone who did not believe. I mean, who did not acknowledge the leaders as the way he should have because he felt that there were many of them doing things that were wrong, whether they were the Pharisees or the Sadducees or or the the Romans who were in charge. It was just something that he knew this wasn't the way to do it. So he took the courage to tell people about not just the right way, but about his way. Sure. And um, in the process, um, he started on a certain revolution that up to today has been ongoing. It's still as controversial. Many people will not believe. Many people will believe. But um, with regard to the leadership and what you feel for the leadership, uh, I think we talked about it in the radio show. Yeah, we when did. You, right, my right. post right, that right. said your, your no tweet. Yeah. So much is being said about our current leader that um, maybe a lot of people have forgotten. You know that I'm maybe this man needs prayer. So I I chose to go that route. With you, however, uh, Mo, um, you ha- you are one person who is very brainy. I mean, you have so much knowledge. You're quick. You're actually sensitive to when people answer and say things. You're easy to latch on to, okay, where to take it, how it's supposed to be approached and all. I personally feel in my heart that the gravity of your impact on your listeners, you've only scratched the surface Mm -hmm. because of the kind of person you are. You've gone through a lot. You've gone through. (laughs) But here you are now reaching so many others. There may have been podcasts that have come and are no longer around. But with regard to the leadership, perhaps now would be a good time for people, and you can use this program to make them more focused on themselves and where they stand, not with regard to who the leader is, but when they stand with regard to who 
wants to really lead them to where they want to go. Am I saying you're going to talk like Gary Vee and be more? (laughs) No, I don't mean that. But I feel God's going to give you the words that you need to say to people to kind of put them in place and all. And why am I saying this to you? Because you're in a, right now, you're in a medium that is probably, and perhaps is already known to be perhaps one of the most powerful at this point in time, you know, in order to not just reach people at the point of their need, but to break down barriers, to lead them toward the right direction without you having to, to, to stand and, 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 and be so vocal about God or Jesus and all. The reason I'm saying this, uh, Mo, is because next year it might be the same thing. Oh, it looks like it. Right? Yeah. It might be the same yeah, thing. Totally. Now what? You know, does it mean that God has not heard our prayer? Does it mean that God doesn't really care? Does it mean that, see, there's no God at all? Look, look at what's happening to us. Some people may feel that way. Some people may not. But I believe that he is, God is allowing these things to happen because he wants us to himself. He will break us in order for his hands, not any leader the world may give us, but for his hands to personally, personally remake us to heal us and to make us whole again. It's a journey that's going to have a lot of lefts and rights, ups and downs, good times and bad times, rough waters, calm waters, winds that may blow stronger than ever before, health challenges, relationship problems and all. But through it all, if you truly believe and if you truly have faith, no matter how small, even if it's as big as a mustard seed, that's all he's asking. And then things will begin to change. Maybe not on the outside, but here on the inside, which I feel is most important. Because once we have peace on the outside, but don't have it inside, that's another challenge that may be even more difficult to face. What I'm hearing from you here, right? And and I, and I, I, politically, I'm going to say real quick, and then we'll take a break because we sure. were super late sure. now, is... Here in the U.S. during the Trump administration, and, and you know that people felt very strongly against him, and then there's, of course, his core group that, that looked like they were made from a bad group of people who loved him. But we, we knew we had him for X amount of time, so it was the he's not my president mentality. And mm-hmm. he's in power. He is, def, by definition, our president, but I will not follow it. I'm going to have someone else. I'm going to wait for somebody else. What I'm hearing from what you is, is this. If you're not a fan of, say, I'll just say it, Digong, right? Not a fan of Digong. I can take the he's not my president mentality because God's my president. And I'm not going to follow, the. we as a country will follow these tangible laws that he has put in place, but I also follow a different law from a leader that means more. Am I, am I, am I anywhere there with, with kind of what you said? That I can be patient with this, because his term is is his term is finite, but but God's term is infinite. Infinite, sorry, infinite, infinite, and that's my president. He's the yeah. In a way, it's like that, but it doesn't just go to that level of the physical leader, the the like you know President Duterte, and whether you support him or not. Um, it's really it's annoying. It's a deep. It's a deep, it goes beyond uh, us knowing up here. It goes, it's an, ex, it's, um, 
it's an either it's an experience, it's a revelation that comes into the heart. Where if it's just gonna make you go, what? Wait, there's something going on here. I don't know. Everything outside is just going crazy, but I'm feeling peace somehow deep inside. And these are the things that happen when knowledge becomes experience, and the knowledge is always up in the head, but the experience happens when it's in the heart. Yeah, and uh, that's why. Yeah, you can say that. Um, However, his word does say that you are we are to respect the leaders that we have somehow that's that's that, 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 that and that's such a hard challenge that's the challenge that's because it. now you're that's asking it. you're asking that's me to be fond well I mean maybe fond's too kind but to accept what i think is wrong and yeah. that's hard man that's, yeah, that's dude hard. that's hard and it's, you were you're no, saying, I, I you're saying mean, you're, i don't mean support that i don't right, mean right, support except, there's something going wrong you don't support yeah, that but yeah. there is a precedent so i need to do what I need to do as a citizen, he may be, there may be things going on here that I don't agree with, but I need to still be the kind of person I'm supposed to be regardless who, of who the leader is. Um, there is a reason why, you know, he's the leader. There is the reason why he's the president. There is a reason why next year might even be the same thing. <laughs> or I don't know, but we're taken now into areas of our our life as a as a as a nation we're taken into places where we really don't know what can what the outcome may be and even if we knew we don't know what it's going to be like sure, you know sure so where I just, do we I, just, I, I don't know man uh, uh, it doesn't affect me as much because i'm not from there it doesn't affect me because i wasn't employed for example by abs cbn if, if we get to your song for example like make us whole again you said it the the the, the start of that was shut down and then it kind of carried over because they were so closely timed with covid i i feel like if i were and this is what this is what makes you uniquely you and unique, uniquely me. If I were going to write a song about that, it would be gangster rap song with curse words and yeah. just angry yeah. and stuff like that. And and here you are, knowing your 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 life is affected, your personal life, your financial life in that in, in that context is affected when ABS CBN goes down. I know that you've been able to still obviously get TV shows with five, I think, right? But you know that your colleagues, people who are not given the opportunities who are not as talented as you are to get another opportunity, their jobs, their livelihood massively affected. And then there's the whole freedom of just expression and speech and just dictatorship and that feel of tyranny of shutting down a a very important medium for information because you're not happy with them or you have a grudge. Like all of that. And here you are making a song to help people feel better about these situations. I can't do that. And, and, I want to. I want to do that. Like I want to be and I'm not going to make a song as good as yours, but I want to look at it the way you do. And that's what I'm kind of starving for. The ability not to be angry, the ability not to curse about them and wish them dude, Gary, I'll tell you what, man. And this is honest and and I hope you don't think less of me. I hear Bongrevilla gets COVID. A part of me hopes he doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that, oh, Harry Rock is think, man, I just hope he doesn't make it. My, bro- my, my, my sister, sorry, my sister, my wife lost her brother to COVID. Okay, he was 36 years old. It has been touched, this house feels it every single day, Gary, every day. She cries, maybe not every day anymore, but she won't go a week without crying. She cried yesterday, she cried the day before that. So maybe it's not every single day, but it's damn near, okay? And he was a good man. He was a really good man. He had a child who was 11 years old. He was fine. He, he, he didn't feel well, and he never came home. 
okay? And it kills me, honestly, almost to a point where I feel teary-eyed right now. It kills me to hear that much more evil people, who I can prove they are, get, make it. Yeah. You know, and that pisses me off, man, I'll tell you. And, and I like hanging out with people like you, you especially, you know, as polarizing as you are, because it makes me less angry about them. Mm-hmm. But I wish I, I had just had that extra level, that extra level that you do, where you're like, okay, man, it sucks, and I, f- I feel bad, but guess what? I can find peace in it. I can't find peace in it. I'm angry. I'm angry that, I, I, I don't want to say he had, like, God had a part in this guy dying, the good guy dying, and the bad guy surviving. I, I'm, not, I'm not even out of that realm. I'm just like, man, how can that happen? How is this world so cruel that you can do that. It was her only brother. She doesn't have siblings. This was it, man. They were a year apart. This was it. He was it for her. He was such a big part of her life. Gone. Good man. A very good man. And man, I'm so angry. So anyway, uh, I mean, not, not to get too emotional, not to get too thing, but grim. <laughs> but uh, let me just say, Mo, that whatever you're feeling now is no surprise to God. He knows. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows the words that you want to say. He knows the the frustration and the anger that you're going through. It doesn't surprise him at all. Yeah. You know, and the thing what I like, the thing that that comforts me is that, you know, he's the same yesterday, today, and and forever. So I may not have all the answers as to why things like this happen. But I can only share from <clears throat> my own personal experience because Mo. A lot of people look at me and they think that I really have a shining halo on my head. And I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I've made mistakes that I, even I can't forgive myself for. Yeah. You know, I mean, thank God, you know, that, that I'm, I'm still, under, I'm still under, um, under construction into the person he wants me to be. Um, and if you want to know me more, you know, just listen to my music and you'll, you'll, yeah. You'll hear who I am there. It's a diary. <laughs> or, yeah, more like that. It's something like that. But it doesn't surprise him that yeah. you know that people get angry. People can even turn their backs and say, I don't want anymore. I don't believe, you know, because how could you do this? How could you do that? And and I don't know how he is going to manage bringing people back to himself, but he will go through certain, to great extents, in giving people opportunities to mend and to heal those, those what could have been severed uh, uh, yeah, yeah. connections between him and and people like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the brother of your wife. My wife. Yeah, my wife's brother. Yeah, yeah. Year older. That's it, man. So young. And uh, and and like today, we go to church, <clears throat> and I sit there, and I'm like, oh, sometimes, you know. I, I, I hope that doesn't make you feel less of me. But no, no, but there no. there are times where I'm like, oh. Listen. When I hear certain messages about stuff, and I'm like, oh man, I, 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 it, I, I'm not, I'm not. It's again, just to be clear, it's not. I don't believe. It just, it doesn't make sense. I'm at. It doesn't make sense. Not you're not there because I tell you, uh, when I'm on an airplane and it's turbulent, I got my Christian playlist ready to go on Spotify. Right? <laughs> Makes you feel better, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's there, man. I got all the classics, um, and and I conveniently pray when I need it. But, yeah. but, but I, it doesn't make sense right now for me. It just doesn't. Okay. And it hasn't been for five and a half years. It could be another six. <laughs> All because of one dude, man. Um, 
but but yeah, it breaks my honestly, it breaks my it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart I, to I, see a guy kill his own people. I, it, Gary, I can't, I can't, can't do it. Yeah, can't, I can't I, I understand. That. I understand yeah. what you're feeling, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be any change. You know, so I only stand with the one that is certain. Sure, the one that's sure. certain in my life, and that's been him. Yeah, and, that, and that's where I'm going with the, the okay. You're not my president. Here's he's my president, and I, I if I can embrace that mentality, um, I will try. I will give you that. I will give you that, sir. I will try my best. But um, but yeah, man, whew, what a challenge. What a yeah, challenge. it is. It's, and and you know, God never expects us to be perfect, but yeah. he he loves to see our persistence in pursuing his excellence. Yep. In yep. In, yep. in in the midst of our perfection, and we are persistent in pursuing his excellence. Then that for me is what can really, really change things and what really matters to him. So, Mo, I'm telling you, man, I mean, <laughs> the person who wrote three-fourths three, three of the New Testament was already learned. He was like you. He was learned. He knew the word. He knew, and he was out there pursuing and actually killing, I mean, approving the killing of those who were following Christ. And that right, was right. Paul. Paul, yeah, and what took place? It he he's about to do something, and then you know a voice speaks from heaven, heaven, and there were witnesses around who actually witnessed what he heard and all, and were just too scared to open up to the authorities about what happened, or they or they could have ended up being persecuted as well. But then Paul gets blind for three days, and God just speaks to him. Yeah, but yeah. because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Similar things can happen to people. Well, I'm with you. And I, you know, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I do know that for this guy over here who doesn't deserve any of this, having a wife like Angeli or or kids like Paolo, Gab, and Kiana, daughter-in-law like Samantha, and her wonderful family, and my granddaughter Leah. These are just examples, you know, of you know, why I why I've chosen really just to latch on to somebody I don't see somebody yeah. sometimes I don't even feel the presence of but, but I just rely on his on who he is not because of who he can or what he can do or what he can give I just rely on who he is and he's never never put me down well said well said Gary we'll take a quick break when we come back I promise right. it'll be shorter promise 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 I know I'm running out of taking all your time here but we'll take a break real quick no, it's okay I'm all loving right. this alright alright thanks I appreciate that you'll listen to Good Times about the podcast year 10 episode number 87 Gary Valenciano the great Gary Valenciano on the uh, podcast proving how great he truly is and uh, we'll have more when we return don't go away worldwide it's Good Times with Mo the podcasts have a question message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. 
Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times All the Podcast, year 10, episode number 87 for this uh, season. Gary Valenciano is here. Gary, you said earlier about your YouTube, uh, was it YouTube bicycling uh, experience? Yeah, bike vlogs, yeah. Bike, cool. How do people get to it, man? How do they watch it? Yeah, and you just go to my um, my Gary Valenciano official uh, YouTube uh, channel, and it's called Vicicleta Vlogs. <laughs> okay, because I was actually, I'm actually putting up a bike store called V. Cicleta. Wow, you're that much into it. Where you actually? Oh yeah, no, I business? started riding in 2004, but I used to ride my bike since I was single digit in age. Okay, so my best friend introduced me to mountain biking, and that's it. Dude, mountain biking is fun, but it's too dangerous for me, man. Now, now I think it's more dangerous to ride on the road. Yeah, okay, so I, yeah, going I was... faster with it, and then your tires are so narrow that I... they go into a crack on the road. Whoppa, yeah, and then you're your okay. Cars so traveling almost the same speed. Yeah, Yike. you're right. You're right. I mean, I can't argue that here's here's my thing when people because I, I rode bike right and i every year i ride my bike from san francisco to los angeles it's just really See? grueling i want to do right? that it's it's nice i mean the, the scenery is nice i mean I, I probably wouldn't do you know uh <laughs> i don't know I, I wouldn't uh our next caller from angeles i probably wouldn't go angeles to to manila but in fact you know that would be like no i have no way that's not appealing for me because there's a coast and, and you know it's, it's nice but you're right i i'm closely no, close is the wrong word. I am closer to giving up the sport altogether because road bike injuries are death, while mountain bike injuries are broken bones. And when I go a certain speed, and I know you're intense, right? I mean, geez, pure energy, right? You're in, you're an intense guy, but I have all of the gadgets that tells me what my heart rate is and what the this is this. And when I see a certain speed, which my speed is 28 miles per hour, when I see mm. that, I go, I have to go home. Like, not I have to go home right now and turn around, but I have children. I can't right. go faster than this because I have to go home. I have to go home right. at one point, right? That this is this is fun, but then I'm getting to a reckless. And 28 is nothing, right? I mean, these guys I'm flying, they're flying 55, you know, again, going same speed. Yeah. I, I can't do that. On man. a road bike, yeah. yeah no, I can't, there's no thrill enough for me uh, to justify those speeds. Now, mountain bike is thrilling, thrilling. It really is. Road bike isn't. Road bike is, okay, it's just, it's it's a, it's more like sport. Mountain bike to me is thrill. But, but wait, uh, you, you might think that my mountain biking is like what most people use a mountain bike for, which is to either go downhill, yeah. switch back, single track, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. And you know, I do that sometimes. Um, but because of my age and because I still want to live, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I just I run. I do peaceful rides. You know, things that are scenic. But things those that are, are still dangerous, man. Dude, no, I, I, it's I, just I, mean. I know, but I, I went bike riding, and I know this is again unique to me, and doesn't mean it's, it's a dangerous sport. But I went bike riding with um, a guy who is high level, man, high freaking level uh, cyclist, and we were on fire roads, meaning nothing downhill, just yeah, rocks yeah. and stuff. No, no worries. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> and then again, this guy is ten times the athlete I am. Uh, trainer, coach for the team, coach for the Ironman team, just high level, and he. Small little rock, just having to be turning the other certain way. And we were five miles away from our vehicle, no cell phone signal, you know, broken collarbone, um, dislocated shoulder. I popped like, you know, big boxing kind of thing. And it's me and him. And it, this is me, the, the rookie. I'm taking off my clothing, makeshift, uh, makeshift cast or at least sling, you know, yeah. Finger in his thing, holding the two bikes now and walking for the next five miles. 
And I'm like, this mountain biking thing, dude. It's broken bones. Okay. It's Look, broken bones. Watch my vlog. All right. Okay? I'm in, I'm in, I'm the in. last one, the last one that I just posted, All it's right. called Simple Bike Day Ride. A simple bike day. Simple bike ride day. Okay. And that's basically my regular route. And you'll see what I mean by it's just peaceful, just to bring up my heart rate, pumping yep. a bit, yep. climbing a bit. And I yep. use an e-bike. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because of my heart, no? Right, because right. of everything yeah. I've gone through. So it's, man. And then sometimes I can pick up speed and... Sure, ah. sure. But anyway, that's just me. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll I always love uh, biking stuff. I, I Trust me, it, it is a part of like you, who I am. I mean, it's my mode of transportation since I was a child as well. And it's just these days, boy, I mean, the accidents are piling up. I mean, you you saw Mark Eaton, the uh, Center for the Jazz. I'm sure you're a big fan of those yeah. days. I and mean, he passed away recently in a bike crash. And we've had other kind of, even NBA people just kind of recently, right, this past year. It's, it feels like it's getting a bit more dangerous. Perhaps it's the cell phones, the texting while driving. Who knows what it is? You know, you don't get that issue, obviously, mountain biking. So I might make that switch. I mean, my, my, uh, switch to, to where the, the enemy is in a vehicle. Uh, it, it's just more concentration on the road and making sure you know that little rocks can knock you out if you're, if you're uh, not careful. But um, Also, I want to bring up your, your song, Make Us Whole Again, which I'll play uh, at the end of this uh, show today so everybody can get, it can get exposed to it. But where, where do you like what, – what's your choice in terms of where you want people to listen to your stuff? Is there a choice? Do you prefer Spotify? Do you prefer YouTube? Do you prefer uh, – Well, people like reading lyrics and stuff like yeah. that as they listen to the song. So YouTube – would yes. probably be one of the ones, but uh, but I like Spotify. I, yeah, I yeah, enjoy yeah. listening to music on Spotify and just making my own list. And yeah, that's one. Those are the two, perhaps, that I would highly encourage people to listen to it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you got a video for it too, yeah? Yes, I do. It was shot right here in this room, and it yeah. was just live and raw. You know, nice. it's just a simple setup. Sometimes when a message has a pretty clear message, I don't need to. Flooded yeah. with visuals right. to try and no. make it look that's know, smart. a certain yeah. way. Yeah, that's smart. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's take a, one last quick call here, uh, Gary, okay. and then we'll wrap it up here uh, tonight. We're going to talk to Anna, who is 52 years old. Look at that, man. Just yesterday, we, we, we had shows of like you know 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds calling the show, and you got 52. I love the range that we've seen this week here on the podcast. Uh, you're in Angeles City. Again, very yeah. – I mean, I can't say it enough. You Pampanga people have been just like flooding the show in a good way. So I can't, uh, uh, I can't thank you guys enough. I'm Just something going on over there with this show and, and, and Pampanga that I, yeah. I can't explain what it is. <laughs> But I appreciate you guys uh, so very much. Yes, um, Anna, you're 52. You're yes. You're our generation. <laughs> I would hope so. No, I, most of the time I would relate to your points of view. Okay. Most of the time, so I guess so. Even if you're not that age yet, no, hey, Mr. Gary V is my idol since you know. <laughs> Everyone growing up, everyone's yeah. idol, right? So Gary, Gary, I this is Anna. Anna Gary I'm glad that I'm glad you're here uh, for this. Now, Anna, you've been trying to get. I'm on the happy show. I'm here. You've been trying to get on the show for some time, right? You first messaged me uh, quite quite a bit ago. Um, I would say closer to two weeks now, give or take. And yes. um, I was just waiting for the right person. Yeah, look at mid May. So it's it's been weeks now since you've been mm. on hold, quote unquote, to be here. Um, and I was just looking for the right guest and. And you know, when I when I got the okay from Tita Gel that Gary's going to be here, I said, you know, what? I remember that. I remember that message I got a couple of weeks ago, and it was you. So Anna, yes. um, thanks for being here. 
All right. So what do you want to talk yes. about? Fire away. When you're yeah. ready. Um, I was just going to say, I've been meaning to, you know, message you about my concern as a, as a boomer parent, so to say, yeah. that um, most of the time, uh, I find it difficult to, you know, communicate with my younger child, my youngest, actually, she's my daughter. And she's got um, quite a, like, very strong uh, millennial or I don't know Gen Z how old is she? vibe, you know. Uh, like for example, this wait, wait, is how, one how, example. How old, how, old, how old is she, Anna? You, that helps give me context. She's yeah, she's twenty one, okay. going okay. twenty two. Gotcha. And uh, she's still in college, and she's very outspoken and she's very she has strong opinions about things. Let me just give you one example. One example would be victim victim blaming. You know, that yeah, rape. Yeah. When, whenever something comes up, you know, the boomer in me and the dad would go like, usually would go, oh, so why is she, th- why is she in that crowd? Why is she drinking? Well, she should know better. You know, things like that. And she would really, really explode with rage and anger over why do you why do you do that you should normalize you know teaching boys not to you know harm girls if they are that in that state or things like that so i would say that would be just one example she's woke yeah, <laughs> yeah she's she woke. is That's woke mentality. Yeah. yeah yeah and but but it it really extends far and wide in terms of, you know, I've been raised, you know, we came from very modest means. And, you know, the the thing is with us growing up, you just keep keep focusing on finishing your studies and then landing a good job and then hopefully making better living than your parents. So that's what I did. Even if it was difficult, I really... I really tried my best. And, you know, we made it. I mean, not really made it, made like rich, but, you know, comfortable enough. Yeah, you can be proud and of now, yeah. yeah. Now, now, the thing is with us, boomer parents, they would call us and you would provide for your kids so they don't experience what you experienced in the past. So, sad to say, you would, I would, go out of my way and make sure they're provided and I take care of them and I fix things for them and I, you know, do things for them to make their life easier than how my life was. Right, right, So in the process and sadly, looking back, I think uh, their struggles now, I actually have four kids all in their 20s and sad to say they're all like, kind of struggling because um, in one of our conversations, they would tell us, maybe you sheltered us too much. And college was just too real, uh, too real a world for us. Like, you can't fix things for us anymore. We're far from you and all. So that's, but since it's going to be a very short call, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know it's towards the end of the show. So maybe I just would throw out two major questions in my mind. Okay. Okay. One would be, how do I know 
if I am, you know, trying to understand their wokeness and trying to be in their mindset yeah. without really, you know, spoiling them, meaning uh, giving up my beliefs, my values for the sake of peace and for their mental well-being. That's one. And then, yeah, the, I, I think the second one would be kind of related to that, meaning how do I communicate respecting their point of view, but, you know, injecting what I know to be, you know, to be true and to be, to be right. Right. Uh, based on your, yeah, based of, on your, you know, values and right. all. Yeah. Right. I yeah. love this question. I guess that's where I'm coming from. I love it. From. Love it. Love it. Love it. And mm-hmm. I mean, Gary, you, you've got probably, I mean, my kids are uh, what, 11 and seven so yeah, you know, but yeah, they're right around yeah, the corner from this but but Gary your kids are closer to her kids' age right I mean yeah. what's the span what's what's Paolo uh, Gab and uh, Kiana's break um Anna my my kids Paolo Gab and and Kiana no Paolo is 36 now oh is he wow he looks young oh my goodness Gabriel is 32 that's that's not true <laughs> oh my goodness. Kiana Kiana is 28. You know, I went to you know. last time I went to your house. Last time, sorry, I don't. We're off. Last time I went sure. to your house, Gab was playing the piano, and I remember uh, he was sitting there. He was th- that big, dude. And yeah. that was the last time I've been to your home. It's been a while. I mean, we always see kind of bump into each other in, in restaurants and whatnot and places. But uh, he was young, young. Oh no, Kiana was really tiny at the time. She was the li- she was a little girl. Gab, I would yeah. say maybe you know preteenish. Uh, so it's been, boy, it's been that long. He was great at the piano already. You could really see, you could really see the musicality in all of them. Sorry, off topic. I know. Anyway, I just no, kind of, okay. I'm just kind of okay. wowed at. I hear the numbers, and the last time I, I mean, we had Kian on the radio show recently, and we've had Gab, and I've seen Gab on TV and all that, like, you know, in the same show. But in a personal level, like going to your home, I still see them as little kids. Yeah. So when you say 36, I'm like, what? <laughs> 36 he's got a he's got a daughter now who's four years old no so yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so it's it's that. been what <laughs> yeah. you know anna what you were uh explaining kanina about uh-uh. you know uh-uh. how do you how do you what was the first question how do you um how do you um, how do you draw the line between you know going to their mindset of wokeness and you know giving up or maybe spoiling your, meaning your... meaning Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was, I was just trying to kind of fill it in. Uh, yeah, spoiling them um, and, and just kind of holding your values while they explore their, you know, sh- shaping their adult life and whatnot. Yes. Um, yeah, Gary, how do you do this? Anna, your your youngest is 20 year old? Yes, 21 then, actually. Okay, 21. And then the, the, the ones before are how old? In their 20, 26, actually. Yeah. Uh, they're almost very, very near in age. I have four of them very near in age. Okay. 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 Yeah. For one thing, um, it's the 21-year-old that is obviously the youngest, and the others are already adults. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make their own their minds. They're going to make up their own minds. They, they may even have their own set of, you know, what they feel and what they believe is right or wrong. Um, the reason I'm sharing this with you is that um, the boomers of, of which I am, no, it was, it's almost like yeah. two different worlds altogether, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I am just yeah. thankful that as my kids grew up, I made it a point to try and grow up with them as well. 
yeah. to try and see things from their perspective and to listen to them. Because it's one thing to hear what they're saying. It's another thing to listen to what they're trying to say. Okay. And that, yeah. I think, is one major ingredient that you and your husband need to have toward your children, no matter how old they are. You will, because yes. sometimes when a child <clears throat> hears the mom or the dad talk with the, with the intention of correcting or just mm. sharing what, they, what the parents feel, it becomes yes. a common knowledge for them. Na parang, I'm, I want to talk to mom and dad, but I, I'm sure this is what I'm going to get from them again. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what they get. Actually, so, that's true. Diba? Okay, so maybe, maybe you and your husband can change direction in approaching this dynamic that I think exists in every family. Wherein, you know, my sons and my daughter, my sons have gone through so much also from being, you know, bullied early on in their lives uh, to being compared to their dad, having to fill up shoes, you know. And I remember when Paolo told me once that he had to walk out of my show because when people, when his friends back then would see Gabriel dancing with me, now he's being compared to me and to yeah, Gabriel. Right. Yeah, and right. Paolo doesn't do any of that. But his voice is so magnificent. So anyway, um, my kids have had to grow up with all of these things. So it's important that you listen to what they have to say. And sometimes that's all you need to do, Anna. Sometimes mm-hmm. listening is all that matters. Because they will come back again and again when they know that they can come home to parents who are not there to, you know, to look at what they did and say, ah, that was wrong. This is what you should do. Because during our time, and when we were growing up Mm -hmm. with your dad, that's Mm -hmm. a totally different world. It doesn't anymore apply to them. If there's one thing that can apply, it's what I feel you and your husband still have a lot of for your children. And that's really just loving them, wanting what's best for them. But at this point in time, you're going to have to shift gears. Actually, it's not even shifting gears or going left or right. It's changing the entire vehicle that you're on. Yeah. In order to be with them so that they can be with you in the car or you can be with them in that vehicle growing up. Because as they grow up, they themselves will tell you. You know, there was one time, um, and I'll share this with you, Anna. There was one time I told my son, Paolo. I said, Paolo, you better be careful when you're out there. Very parent of me. You better be careful when you're out there huh? because there's so much drugs going on around now. <clears throat> Maybe you should stay away from people who do drugs. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, dad, it's like telling me not to go to school anymore. That wow. statement alone mm-hmm. made me realize just how many, instead of me going, no, no, man, son, no, but you have to keep away because it's bad for you. And you know, it can, no, I listened mm-hmm. and I sat with him. And you know, we all have been open. Even last night, Gabriel was here. Kiana was here. We sat on the table and there's that open, you know, sometimes they'll go, I, I don't want to tell you this, but okay, I'll tell you. You know, when yeah. that happens, those are moments where, ah, you know, it, it worked. <laughs> you know, the, the idea yeah. before of growing up with them worked because now they're open enough to share with us even the things they know we will not agree with, you know, mm-hmm. but they know that there's going to be a dialogue not a monologue from a parent, right. but a dialogue. <laughs> and there's no, you know, it's but the same that's thing. Nothing. Because it happens to you, no? Sir Gary, yeah. But that's the thing, Sir Gary. What if, what if, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, strong-willed myself. I'm kind of mm. like, uh, what what to do to shift gears? Meaning, how do, how do I navigate from being that parent that you described, like 
saying things like when we were younger, we would have this, etc., etc., would have these problems. You have it good. Why can't you appreciate what you have, etc., etc.? Well, how do you go from there to listening? Like right now, I'm trying to do my best to be that. I've I've read a ton of materials, a ton. I the only thing that I have not yet gotten into is therapy. But this is the closest thing I'm sharing with you, Sir Mo and Sir Gary. You know, um, the difficulty being, how do you how do you go from being this not an ideal parent to being the ideal parent? Okay. So at times, you know, the the I listen and I kind of kind of. This is my question. Really, is how do I know that I am listening and joining them in their journey to adulthood? To, you know, sometimes I, I guess like myself, am I doing this, doing listening really, or just, you know, abandoning my duty to direct them to the right path? For example, my son, the, the, the eldest one, is, uh, has finished college, barely finished college. Now, he's not looking for a job. He's maybe he's saying the pandemic and all. But, you know, I, f- I feel like he's not getting into the right direction towards a better life or meaning his future, working towards his future. And he would tell me, Ma, maybe for you that would be the, the best step. But for yeah. me, what if I... What if it, that is not the life I want? <laughs> but what kind of life do you want? <laughs> How do okay. you? Do I you love, know? I love, Those this, I love this question yeah. because I trust me. I'll tell you right now. I, I fear for this stuff in the future. And Gary, I wish I, I think I'm going to be more her than you, to be honest. When it comes to, um, like, I, I think I'm cool, right? I mean, I'm like I'm pretty cool. I think my my kids look up to me and I'm, I'm cool. But I'm going to lose my cool factor at some point. <laughs> You seem to have retained yours, no? Uh, but I don't know. I'm not in your home. But it just you, you're a cool guy to me, right? Okay. And Listen. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just I feel like I've made so many mistakes in that decade, in the 20s. And I didn't prioritize what I needed, where I should have, even though life has turned out okay, right? And I don't want them to use it. Well, your life has turned out okay. But I could have said it could have turned out better. Or I could have, I, maybe I got lucky, you know, because these mistakes shouldn't warrant this life. It, you might not be as lucky. If somebody, if one of my kids said, hey, I want to be just like you, Dad. I'm going to be a radio DJ. I'm going to tell you, absolutely not. There is no money in that. I don't care what you think about it. I got lucky. And, and not, a, not a lot of us do. Um, I would, to an extent, ref, let, how do I say this? I will not let them do something, even if they were passionate about it. If I knew, I knew the, the trajectory of that decision. How do you allow your kids to explore and fail? Like, how do you do that? If they have, I don't know. I mean, they seem pretty successful, but how do you just let them be? <laughs> okay. Um, the hardest one that I had allowed to let himself be was Gabriel. Okay. Um, it was a very big blow to us when we found out that Gabriel was, you know, diagnosed with yeah, his yeah. bipolar. Right, right. And this is my son. Yeah. It's Gabriel, my son. Right. How could I, what did I do? You know, instantly all of these things came into mind. Well, where did I go wrong? And how did I, you know, but it's no joke. 
Okay, Anna, I'll share with you something that not many people know. I'll share with everybody what not many people know. It's no joke to receive a call at 5 a.m. No, at 4 a.m. And it's my son on the phone saying, Dad, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I said, why? What's going on? Dad, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I said, Gab, where are you? I'm so sorry, Dad. And I said, okay, what happened? I took something. Oh, no, yeah. I said, what, what, what? What, what do you mean? Dad, please come. Please come now. That's my son calling me yeah. at 4 a.m. So, boom, I zoomed off to his place. And I'll cut the story short here. But we entered his house. And, um, and he was, you know, on, on, the, on the couch. And uh, he apparently tried to take his life. Oh, no. He mixed, um, he mixed two drinks together. One was not something that was supposed to be taken yeah. into the body. And he thought that would be it. So I took it upon myself to carry him on my back from his room yeah. down the elevator with people inside, you know, saying, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just my son, you know. Yeah. And nice naman, the people inside, no, it's okay, Sir Gary, we understand. Took him down, took him to the lobby, to the car, all the way to the hospital and all. But, <clears throat> Anna, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. But I think because I put it upon myself to be there for my children, to listen to them, he was open enough to call me instead of just a friend, you know, to, 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 yeah. for help. He called me. Um, but it, it again, no, it, it took time. Now, with regard to um, your, with your son who says, what if it's not for me? He actually could be right. That's the journey he's going to have to go down. That's a, that's a road he's going to have to go down because he's an adult. If he was 18 or 19, that's a different thing. But you as parents, and I believe this, you as parents have been trying and trying, trying and trying to, to get yeah. things to work, to make sure that you have made the right decisions for your children. And honestly, I think you have. That's why they're thinking that way too because you've already guided them so much that they feel, wait, let us practice, Naman, what we, what you've right, preached. Right, the instruction. Let me right. see if I, you know, because then they'll run back to you. You know, um, yeah. there's a word. I don't know exactly where what passage it is, but it says, I think it's Hebrews in 11 and 11, 1, that says, train the young in the way that he should go. And when they grow up, they will not depart from it. But parang your kids are departing from it, no? <laughs> no, it's because, maybe it's because they're also feeling like, they're being held back from actually spreading their wings to fly. Yeah. I told my yeah. children once before, I said, you know, I can fly with you, but I can't always fly for you. You have your own set yeah. of wings. You guys have to go out there. I told three of my children at th three different points in their life when I told them, I'm never going to expect you to grow up like me, to look like me, to speak like me, to sing like me to wear clothes like the way I do, to dance like me, none of that. And the one who came to me was my eldest son who said, Dad, you know, you can't imagine how much that helped me. Yeah. Because he got into music. But you know, Anna, what kind of music he was doing? The ones that sounded like this. <laughs> and he would come oh to God. me listen to my new song. And it was so far from what I did. But instead of me going, son, yeah. no, that's not where you should go. I let him. Yeah. And what is he today? He's one of the biggest right, um, right. live Events musical and, directors yeah. there is. In the, he's done Regine. He's right. done Sarah Geronimo. He's yeah. done Tony Gonzaga. He's done Darren Espanto that's coming up online. 
it's so far. I'm not a director, but how nice if he became like me, Divali. We could perform <laughs> together. That's not him. Eh? That's yeah. not that's not what he was called to be. We can only hope for the best for our children based on what based on the best that we've already given them. If your son makes a mistake by just being around the house and all, it's going to hit him at some point. Yeah, reality time. will catch him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to hit your son at some point in time and he's gonna go out and look for a job because he knows at this point in time, he knows he can't keep relying on his parents to see him yes. through. Gary, do you and, do you do you ever because I mean I've been to a hundred of your concerts, right? I mean it's 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 always a spectacle. And I've always saw Gab dancing there as a kid. Do you mm-hmm. ever do you ever look back at that? I mean, just considering with what you just said, did you ever at that point go, I wanted him to be like me because the skill set was there? Fine, you know, maybe maybe Paolo's the production artist mm-hmm. and Gab was, you know, the the next thing because he looked like you and he moved like you and he, you know, obviously he looks like Tita Gel too, but I mean you get what I mean, like the, the aura, right? Um did you ever go, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have done that? What do you mean? Maybe I shouldn't have done well, because that. Well, like, because what if he never wanted it? I, I don't know if he did because he he's a great okay. dancer, right? But did you, did you ever go? He was too young. It was too young for that. With with my kids, I've never never wanted them to be anything like me, talaga. Because I knew it was going to be a big pair of shoes to fill. Um, even Kiana, when she's interviewed, many times she's like, "Wait, why does my dad always have to be part of the interview?" Oh, she told me that. You, you yeah, know, Gary, yeah. Gary, what, you know yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your song. What does your dad feel about that? Song? Right, right. <laughs> just not anymore. And I and I tell her, it's fine. Just do what you want to do and learn from whatever mistakes you may do. I can't always be there for you, you know. But with Gab, um, there was never really a time that I was. I hoped that he would be like me, but I only hoped that he would be the best at whatever he chose. But as be. an audience member, right? And this is where we make maybe that mistake. No, we saw mm. him and we go, "Oh wow, he's yes. just like his dad." Oh my God, yes. just as talented. And, and again, I am a fan, right? And I'm an audience member. I don't know the dynamic of the relationship. I don't know what you're like as a parent. I just know yes. as a fan what I see. And he was great at it, right? He was great at it. And he's again, I, I don't mean was that he's he's not a good dancer. No, I'm sure he's kept it so but easy. but yeah he's i'm sure he's incredible and you know he's gone viral with some of these uh like he did that beyonce thing i remember um i uh i just thought like when i knew it oh he's going to bring the legacy you know carry it and and, and be just like that do you think that at any point whether it's you or Tita Gel, we're like, okay, he, we, he's 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 there. He's got the skill set. Let's mold him into it, or is it or getting on stage? Gab getting on stage was always his call. Yeah, it was nice. It was. It was. I mean, he. <laughs> I remember putting him up on stage one time, and he was only three years old, and yeah, he was yeah. dancing with jacket and right, moving right. like my no, accent, totally which kind of made Paolo kind of step on the back, you yeah. know, move behind and say, "No, that's that's my brother." Yeah, that's that, him. Yeah. Of that, but um, Gab, although he can sing, he doesn't want to sing too much because yeah. he's like you know he he kind of shies away because his brother is excellent, yes, and his yes. sister is excellent. So he's like always coming to me, Dad. What do you think? You think I did well in that one? You think I did good in this? And I'm just there to tell him, yeah. But I'm yeah. also there to tell him, no, you know, right. Gab, you can do better than that. I yeah. know you, you can do. So it's got to be as open as that. And Anna, I go back to you, where in you have to kind of grow up with them 
um, listen to them, um, let them, even if you don't agree with what they're, ano, save, save the comments about your disagreements for another time. You know, if your if your daughter likes to, what does your youngest daughter like doing? What what does she love to do while she's at home? She loves drawing and uh, doing uh, art in her lap in her iPad thing. Okay. You know, she do, she does digital art. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I joined her. <laughs> I I became a fan of BTS for good because yeah, of her. Good. You know what I mean? I mean, imagine. At my age, you know, I get to appreciate things that she appreciates. So she, I can bond with her, you know, things like that. That's, that's you know, it's such hard. a plus, That's what, where I'm going at. Uh, am, am I spoiling her by, you know, joining her? I don't know anymore. No, it's, hard, it's no, so hard. No, no, Man, no, a, you are not. What a you jackpot are not. to be able to Anna, do that, right? Yeah. You are 52. You are 52. The last thing I want for you to say to yourself is when your youngest daughter gets married, let's say, for example, in in six, seven years. By that time, you're 59. You can't anymore spend time with her because yeah. her yeah, focus know, now will right. be her yeah. family. Right, right, right. So you, what you true. are doing now is, is exactly what you should be doing. But I'll challenge you to do something else. Okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. I hope I put this what across. What is the challenge? He's, he's setting okay. up. <laughs> I'm listening intently now. Um, <laughs> in, that, in 2019 and 2020, I had a an activity, not an activity, but a, I, I don't know how I would call it, a program called Face to Face, wherein I went to different universities and I spoke to students on a very personal level. Now, when I was with the students... <laughs> many of the things they were sharing with me in front of other students was from their end what they felt was wrong with the parent. Okay, okay. so you're, you're sharing now with me, Anna, what you feel you, know, you want to do. But yes. from, the, from the kids' point of view, you know what they really wanted? Was not, it wasn't, sana my parents keep quiet. It was always, sana I can make them proud of me naman someday. You know, it was always that. Yeah, I mean, there's arguments at home. Their relationship is not good. But all I want is just for them to be proud of me someday. Um, and then I did one thing. It happened. I visited 33 universities. It's only for 150 students per university. So it's really intimate. And in one of the places that I went to, it started in one school and then it continued on until the 33rd university. But I told my nephew, I said, um, Josh, can you add this onto the slides? Okay, I want to I wanna say this because I feel I'm led to do it. I stood there and I said, you know, I, I want to share something with, with you guys. And as a parent, I want to say sorry for all the times that we have said things we should never have said or done things we never should have. Um, I don't know how... Time and God is going to heal all of these wounds, but I'm, I'm sorry for that. And this was after a string of questions. All of, all of the questions, Anna, started with the very first one. When I stood up there, of course, the students are all, you know, wow, Gary Valencia. <laughs> and I said, wait, I'm here not as an artist. I'm here as a friend, as a kuya, as a tito, whatever you want, maybe even as a dad to some. Yeah, I want to ask certain questions 
and I'm hoping you can answer me. I'll leave the microphone on and you can respond after I'm done with my talk. So here's the first question. Students, are you ready? They're all like, okay, here's the first question. The first question that came out, Anna, was how are you? And that revealed to me from students from all universities, from Ateneo to Universidad de Manila. That's the whole spectrum. Right. Okay. Universidad de Manila has the children who are living under the bridges, who live in Tondo with uh, in shanties, but they're brilliant. Yeah. Kids in Ateneo who are, you know, right, some right. of the best the country has with regard to the youth. But when I ask them how they are, you know, you had girls in front from this to this. And then they would shed a tear. And then the athletes at the back would just look outside the window. And it might seem like funny or dramatic, but it was as raw as it could be. And I think some of our children today just need a parent that's there to say, hey, how are you? Mom, don't even bother me with that, okay? I don't want to talk to you. Okay, okay. I just wanted to know how you are. I'll, I'll be here long. You see, you're not forcing do you anything. Get, do you get that pushback though? I mean, did you ever get that pushback from your kids where you say, how are you? And they're like, dad, don't talk to me. Because I feel like, again, I'll go back to it, that you've been able to establish through years and years of, of, a, of a philosophy, a parental philosophy that they can be comfortable. What if Anna here has gone through their entire two decades being... I, I, I don't mean this in a negative way, judgmental, but, you know, I mean, saying what it's like for her, what it's like for them, that she's lost her cool factor. Yeah. No. Because mm. like, you've probably been able, because you're cool. You're cool to a lot of kids. Like, those kids are, the reason why those kids in, in the universities are, are because they look at you and go, man, that's Gary Vee. He's cool. It's true. But what if, what if you yeah. never had the chance to establish a cool factor? How do you okay. break the barrier of you're, you're, like you're to, the corny mom, you're the corny dad? And, 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 I'd, and, like to, I'd like to address first the cool factor. I think more than me being the cool dad or mom is that I just touched on something that may not have been present in the homes of many of those kids, which was to ask, how are you? And to say, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, and so I think that was like an eye opener for them. And then they started opening up after at the end, you know, with certain things, uh, problems with the parents, problems with the dad and all that. And um, with regard to you, Anna, don't even try to be cool. If you yeah, love your children, you which I know you like, which I know you do. Yeah, you're calling. You know you love them. Yeah. Getting yeah, into BTS and stuff. It might seem like something crazy for other grownups. <laughs> But it's not for you. No, no, no. No, can I just say, um, okay. I would just, I, 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 I already came to that point when I okay. apologized for not okay. knowing any better when they were growing up. And I opened up to them and, you know, told them that I'm, <laughs> I'm journeying with you. Meaning, meaning this is, I, I don't know. I thought 25 was a good age to get, get married and have kids, but, Maybe I'm a, I'm retarded or something. Meaning I'm not that mature at that time yet. That I felt looking back, I could have done things better. But you know, I told them when they were they're adults now, and I told them I'm I'm sorry I've I failed before, but I'm trying my best to to you know make amends and meet you where you are. But sometimes. Really, some things are, you know, life gets in the way, meaning you worry about 
how they will be when you're gone. And, you know, I have nothing to make pamana to them. So how will they, you know, you know, things like that. So that's, 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 that's actually the bottom line of the question is how do you direct them without really, you know, nagging them or. But Anna, did you really fail though? It doesn't sound like it. I mean, I think it sounds like you failed. Yeah, it sounds like you're a little be too, too hard, hard on yourself. On yourself Anna. Right, right. You might actually be too hard. You're actually looking at the dynamics that every family goes through, maybe, and maybe yeah. you think that those dynamics should not exist, but they yeah. do. It's impossible. You know, thank you for saying that. You know, I'm really hard. My friends tell me I'm being too hard on myself. Like, like you did well. You're you're doing good, and, you know. But but you know, yeah. I think things could have been better. You know, yeah. you always know. be better. Some you know, things. people will always think that. People can always think uh, it, it, things could be better, right? I mean, Anna, I, I got know, married I at the age of nineteen. No way, you did. Yeah, my first concert, Angeli was pregnant, and people thought that my career would end. At that time, and instead of me hiding my eldest son Paolo to the public, I took the courage to just say, "Yes, it's true. I am going to be the unwed father." Because that was the headline. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I came out and I performed. Could things have been better? Yeah, but my God, I mean, that started. I that's a story in itself, which I can share sometime. You no, know? but the the sometimes the mistakes that we do or the way we think of how things could have been, maybe those things actually happened for what can still be for the family sure. ahead. Yeah. You're, I think the way you're communicating, I think your problem is not in communicating with your children. It, the problem may be in how you are communicating with your children, not necessarily so much because of how you think they're, where, where, where you think they're wrong, but I think it's just, the manner of how you actually communicate or you may, because you're so hard on yourself, maybe that's why you're trying so hard to communicate with them in a way where you see the results instantly. No. It doesn't come no. instantly. I'm going to agree with the, I'm going to agree with the latter uh, a lot on that one, Gary. I think you are, you know, I say this on the show so often that when and, and sorry for repeating it for the listeners who know. I say I always say there's two things you really, really want to concentrate on when your kids are really young. It's you're concentrating on keeping them alive and educating them, right? Those are, yeah, those yeah. are the two things in my mind that I just can't get over. I need, need to keep my kids alive and then I need to educate them. And, and then when they get a little older, I go, I need to make sure, I need to assure they're going to be more successful than I am because I think that's what a lot of parents want. You know, you you achieve and you achieve, but you want your kids to just achieve more. Now, Gary, I know it's harder for you because we're talking about no other, you know, not a lot of Filipinos get to achieve what you have. But I think just innately as a parent, you're like, I just want them to do better than me. Yeah. And 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 when you when you get a you get someone like Anna here who sounds like you grew up, you know, with, with not with a lot of stuff, and then yes. you've been able to make it. If you don't see them surpass you. I have a feeling you can feel like a failure, but they don't have yeah, to surpass I know, I know. you. They don't have to. And we just heard that from Gary a little while ago where it's, yeah. you don't, you know, with your kids getting into music, like, I don't expect you to be me. You don't, you don't have to expect them to achieve the drastic changes that you've seen from a child to as an adult yeah. financially. Yeah. You can yeah. still, Im- you know, you can, they can still be super successful in your eyes and it doesn't have to be about what career they're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that sounds so right, and that's 
I think I needed to hear that. Yeah, so let's yeah. relax a little, girl. No. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think you're a, I don't think you or your husband are that way. If your children are all saying the same thing, then it's something that you can at least know that they're ex- telling you these things. They're they're expressing what they feel because there are parents that do not hear from their children that they only find out later on. Oh, my child was into this, pala. Oh, my child was yeah, something doing, yeah, and yeah. they don't express it. And that's really where that. That's really where it becomes difficult because there are times when the child ends up taking his own life. Not that your children are going to do that, but then when you talk to the parent, the parent is like, I never knew. They're clueless, right? I never knew, but my my son was struggling with this and struggling with that. You have an open communication, you know, with your children. It may not be the best in the best of ways as of yet, but it's something to look forward to because it seems like you're willing to find ways of how to get it into a way into uh into the state of they're open with you and it's okay you may disagree you may agree to disagree on certain things but they will see you they will see your efforts also and they will begin to respect you for that i love that because i think i think at some point you know showing effort showing that you care about where they are even though you're not connecting even if they might think you're badui or whatever i think I think kids respond to effort rather than calling this show, which we've had so many times through the years. And I've heard the same thing. I just was neglected, just neglected. I mean, yeah. I, if you might, you might not think you're connecting, but I tell you right now, I bet you they, they notice the effort. Yeah. And yeah. asking tonight, how are you? Yeah. Is effort. That's, yeah, and it's raw, that. genuine effort. Yeah. And, and be prepared. They might blow you off. They might, they like, might, they yeah, might blow you off. Like, dude, but, I, listen, NBA, NBA playoffs, man. I can't be bothered by this. That's okay. That's okay. But I bet you they remember the effort. Can I, can I add one more yeah. word to that effort? It's the consistency of the effort. Okay? It's not like you're there today and then two months from now or a month from now, you do the same thing and say, I've been here for you, but you've only done it like twice right. in a month. All, But then again, you don't also kind of say, how are you? And then you leave. And then when you when you look, when your daughter looks back, your door is open like that and you're looking, no, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure you're okay. No, you don't have to do that. But really, I, I believe in that also when, when they see the effort because I saw the efforts in my mom and my dad. They were not perfect. They separated when I was young. My mom told me out of the blue while we were in the States now, my mom goes, oh, uh, Gary, I'm going to Hawaii on Feb 19 or something like that. And I said, oh, you're going to see dad there? No, I'm marrying your tito. And I was like, wow. Well, and I was 14. Wow. Now talk about communication. It's like, wait, I, I didn't know any of yeah, this was going to happen. Right, I thought right. that was coming and yeah. things were going to be healed and all. That really, really tore into my heart. That really, really broke me at that age. But still, my mom did the effort of reaching me, sending me snail mail letters <laughs> in 1985, all the way until internet was created. And even when there was internet, I wouldn't respond all the time. You know, I there was a maybe I was still healing from, yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. in her in the latter years, oh my gosh, Anna, it was like my mom and I were like this close. And she would oh. apologize to me. And I would say, Mom, that's that's over and done with. No, Iho, because you know, I know I hurt you and I didn't want to hurt you. And I said, Mom, Aww. I love you and all. And it ended up great. My dad and I, on the other hand, my dad was never the one who'd talk. He would never talk. But what I remember 
one event that I remember was when Anjali got pregnant. And I went up to his room and I said, Dad, uh, I need to tell you something. And, he's, and my, my dad was always very meek, mild-mannered, mm-hmm. and very, um, uh, very humble yeah. in, in all of his ways. And I said, Dad, Anjali's pregnant. And he just went, you know, I, I, I warned you about this. It wasn't, ah, tamo, I warned you about this, Gary. Right. I right. told you, remember, it was, right. I warned you about this. You know, those soft tones, up to today, I remember. And up to today, I practiced on my children when I told them, I'm never expecting you to be like me. I'm never expecting any of that. But I'll still be here for you regardless of what you choose. And, you know, my dad said the same thing. I'm going to be here for you with the matching anupa on my shoulder, which my dad never really would do. <laughs> with his hand on my shoulder, I'll be here for you no matter what. You know, that gave me the courage to tell the public, to tell the media, right. yeah, it's true. I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a father soon. At the age of 18, 19, because right. was when the baby came out, when Paolo was born. I was 18. Pa. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a father and all. What an so was story. it tough? Of course, it shook the family. It shook all of us, my mom, everybody. But, you know, it was shaking to get things that were not needed out, pruning to take things that were not needed out of the way and come up with something that was enough to keep the family strong. And Anna, I must say that I think you are already doing a good job. Yeah, there's a few things that have to be chiseled here and maybe fixed here. But you're on the right track already. Thank you for saying that. And and I needed to hear that, you know. The, I I mean, I told Mo when I, I messaged him, maybe we, I can go on when Dora was there or something to get to the millennials. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. This let, is let me, even better. Yeah, let me give you this. Mo. So she said, hey, can this I get is... on, can I get on the show when there's like a 25-year-old on the program? <laughs> <laughs> or like a 24-year-old on the program? to hear their side of the... The, yeah. the story, right? Their perspective. I would encourage that. Uh-huh. I would encourage but that. Hearing from you know, I still yeah. This is this is way better. And thank you, thank you, Mo, for you know thinking. You know, I really trust in your judgment. Well, <laughs> I mean, thank you. I, I wanted that. to go on with Dora and you know listen to how these woke <laughs> people would understand the other side and all. I don't know. No, this yeah, is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 Well, thank, thank you, Anna. You so much. Thanks for opening I, up. We appreciate it. Yeah, truly, You're truly, from man. my from the bottom of my heart. Let me know how it goes. You I mean you have my number? Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Sure, I'll I'll DM you and and I'll share this uh, podcast with my husband and tell him I went to the. Sh- I didn't tell anyone. I said I'm go. I'm doing this. I'm not telling anyone. But later I'll tell my husband so he can listen to and okay. and be. Enlightened as well. Okay, thank you. you. If I may share one last thing with you, Anna. One time I was in church, okay, and um, the pastor said, you know what's the problem with some of us is that when we see somebody that we love who is already hurting, the first thing we do is shoot them first before we help, which I don't think you need to do with your children. They are going to make mistakes. They're going to, they have their own, they, they have their own way of thinking. They have their life ahead of them. It's their life. And I know you're still with them and they love them and all. That's given. That's a given now. But when they do fall, be careful that you don't shoot them first before you help them because after shooting them, they may not want to be helped anymore. 
Yeah. They might want to yeah. seek help from somebody else. But just yeah. be there for them, mend their wounds with them, be with them, and watch them heal in the process. And that will build up a relationship that cannot be, no matter how what shaking goes on, it will not be broken. Yeah. Thanks, Anna, for the call. Appreciate you. You have a good one. Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much. All right. Stay Bye. safe. Thanks, Anna. Thank God you, bless. Bye. See you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You know, Gary, I I know you don't do a show like this, right? I mean, you, you don't, you're great at it. But I really wish sometimes you're here when I get so many of these parenting calls. Not not from parents. I do get the calls from parents regularly. But a lot of the kids. And you and I have a, a I have such a much more aggressive and I'll be a negative kind of approach to the bigger problems. Now, this is a chemistry with my kids and all that stuff. But I got to tell you, man, weekly, weekly, I, this is no exaggeration. Weekly, I get calls from kids whose parents have truly, in my opinion, failed them. And I get angry because I can't fathom failing my kids at the, at the level that some of these stories come. And I am pushing energy, hate, you know, angry at them because I think – you're, I, I don't do the whole that's not my mentality if they were bad to you you don't owe them anything and, and, I, and I wish you're here so you can go hey Mo calm down <laughs> and, okay. and give me let me give you another way to look at it because I'm dude yeah. I'm they're heinous stuff Gary heinous heinous yeah, heinous I, I understand yeah. I understand and I, honestly I really understand why you would speak that way because it, there's nothing like hearing the, the, the voice of a broken heart in yeah. a young yeah. person you know, who only wanted what's best you know and was given parents that either did not care for them or you know looked at them like yeah. you know you're an accident you know I would, right, right. I, I would rather not have had you in the beginning well there was one st- I'll share this one story and then yeah. you know it's up to you if you want to air this or not but I remember I was in a particular college in Quezon City and I was uh, it was I was there for a UNICEF event and that's why I'm careful, you know, when I give advice to young people, because sometimes there is that anger. Na parang yeah. You look at the person talking to you. It's a beautiful child. And it's just really innocent. Na, I just wanted this. And that's not what happens. So it's like, you want to go, you want to say, you know what? Your dad, God's going to take care of him and you know things like that. But what I did was there were four girls. They were high schoolers, like 15, 16 year olds. And um, they had MP, it said military police. Right. So they were kind of patrolling the, the whole event. It was a very calm and quiet event that happened on a Saturday. So there was no school. It was just a few students from different parts of Manila coming together to communicate with students in the South. Okay, They were going to exchange stories of what war to them meant like. Yeah. What, what war to them meant. Yeah. And um, anyway, so that was ongoing. And we had to be quiet backstage because it wasn't. it was a talk. It was a talk between students, so you had to be very quiet backstage. And the four girls come up to me and go, uh, Mr. Valenciano, bago po kayo lumabas sa stage, can we have a picture with you, please? I said, sure, sure. And I was like, this was this happened like maybe 12 years ago in something like that. So I, I, I said, come, let's go there to the side so that nobody can hear us. So we had pictures taken. Then, I, then they said, sir, can you autograph this? Okay. I said, wait, how old are you? 15, 16. I said, you're the same age as my daughter. Do you know my daughter, Kiana? Well, sir, we only have heard of her. And then, yeah. How about your dads? I might even know your dads. That's when things started to turn. Because out of the four girls, only two knew the name and birthday. 
The other two only knew the names, yeah, but they yeah. didn't know the birthday. So I asked one, what happened to your dad? Ah, sir, because my father died when yeah. I was young. You know, The other one, at the age of two, the father chose another family yeah. and never communicated with the girl. So I was just there and I just said, you know, um, girls, I actually have a song that I'm going to sing today. It's called When I Hear You Call. And it's actually a song that I wrote about a father because, you know, you always will have a father 24-7. He promised that he would never leave you. He would never forsake you. And of course, with tears in their eyes, you know, they were wiping it until one of them goes, Kayu po ba yun? <laughs> Meaning, is, is that you? Are you my father who will never leave me nor forsake me? And I said, you know, even if I was your dad, I'd never be there 24-7. Ask my daughter, right, you know, right, and right. I've not been there for her all the time. I said, and maybe, maybe someday, maybe someday, who knows? You know, maybe God can reunite you guys. Do you know where he is? Opo, sir. And you've not talked to him no more? He doesn't talk to me, doesn't want to talk to me, things like that. So I said, you know, I, I, I hope that that song will encourage you. Uh, I'll do it in a bit. okay? And let's see what happens in the future. God bless. So I leave. Yeah. Five years ago, six years ago, maybe, um, I was in a show. Uh, it was a food corporation, and I was there. And there were these two people that took me backstage. One was a guy, yeah. and the other girl, the girl had a, you know, telecom, uh, right, right, communication right. Headset, equipment yeah. on headset and all. Yes, direct. Yes, direct. We're taking Mr. Valenciano is coming up now on stage. Sir, are you ready? Mr. Valenciano. I said, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Yes, yes, direct. He's ready. Okay, sir. When you come down the stage after you perform, I'll take you backstage. Uh, I'll bring you back to your room. I said, okay, thank you. I performed. I came down the stage and she takes me back. And there's people in the hallways and all that. I said, thank you. Thank you. I go into my dressing room. And I say, hey, thank you. Okay. And I'll and I'll call her, I'll use the word the name Bernadette. Sure. Okay. Sure. And I said, Oh, thank you so much. Oh, what, what, what's your name? Oh, sir, I'm Bernadette. And sir, I'm the one who should thank you. And I said, Well, well, yeah, okay. What for? No, sir, because you might not remember me. I'm one of the girls that you met in this college in QC. I'm the one without the father. I said, oh, oh, yeah, I remember you. How are you? Sir, I just wanted to make you know that I th- you were right. And then she got watery-eyed, and yeah. then her tears started to pour. She goes, oh, you're right. My dad reached out to me, po, and uh, it started. I said, what do you mean it started? Are you guys okay? Hindi pa naman, sir, but we're talking now, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him. So that's why I came to say thank you. <laughs> I said, wait, what? Seriously? And she's like, yes, sir. Sir, thank you talaga. You were right, sir, that it can happen pala. And you know, it, that that got to me somehow because parang to everyone that's listening, whether you're a parent or a, or a, or a child, you know, um, I cannot, I don't have any explanation as to why certain things may have happened in your life, but um, the orchestration of your life is not done yet. And um, I've always told people that if you look at the black canvas and if you have a paintbrush and you try and paint your life, you'll probably paint some of the things that you, you probably will not include the things that you don't want to remember. Yeah. But if you put your paintbrush in the master's hand, then he begins to create something 
that you may not see the entire picture off, not yet at least. And at times it will be the brightest colors representing the greatest times in your life. And at times it may be the ugliest colors representing the times when you've gotten hurt or let down or rejected and all. But when the picture is done, because it's in the master's hand, then it follows suit that if you are made in the image and likeness of the master, then that means that you are not just a piece of his work, but you are a piece of the master, which makes you end up becoming a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And that takes time, you know? But the final product is that you may not look at yourself as such, but he doesn't look at you the way we do, the way we look at ourselves. So I just needed to share that. You know, I will challenge myself to remember that when <laughs> these moments. I do the show every day, Gary, just about, you know. I mean, okay. I'll take weekends off and stuff. But and and you know, when you when you get to a when you do a program like this, people don't call you and say, Hey, have a good day, right? Hey, I'm having this great day. I need to ask you something. You know, I'm having this great life. You you can almost get a little I don't know what the word is in English, um, kind of you, you, how do I feel? I used to be a 911 operator, right? When I was in college in, in the US, I went back to school. So I always, always say, people go, boy, that's a really stressful job. It's a really hard job. I go, it's hard. But you know what sucks? I take in Los Angeles too, right? Second biggest city in the country. Yeah. I, no one calls and says, hey, uh, have a good day. It's death, 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 pain, 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 death, death, yeah. death, pain, 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 a hundred times a day, every single day for 12 hours a day, 12 hour shift, right? So that's, that's, that's pain, pain, pain. And a part of me feels sometimes that that's what this show is. It's a lot of, okay, I'm calling, here's what I need. And then I'm here, I'm just kind of, kind of spaghettiing a, a solution for them. And and you guys know this as listeners. What's the one thing that, that upsets me is when I hear that your parents have left you. I get become this rage of energy and, and negativity and, and just anger. And and you know this. And I when you guys call the show, I don't cry because I've heard every freaking story there is, except when you talk about neglecting parents. Then I cry and, you know. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to because it's my show and it's better than that, but I do. And you guys know this. You guys listen to this. Um, I'm going to try to remember that, what you said, that, <laughs> um, you know, that it can't happen because I am so pro cut it off. Never again. If they call on their deathbed, because I get a lot of that. Oh, my dad's dying. He's called me reaching out. What do I do? Let him die. That's my answer. <laughs> you guys know that. Let him. He wasn't there. I'm angry at that. I apologize as you do in front of those 33 universities. I go, on a, and I and my apology is much different sounding than yours. It's in behalf of an awful world. I am sorry because that should have not happened to you, and I have nothing to do with it. But I, I feel compelled to apologize because that makes me so upset. And then I become this Hulk, you know, this just this leave them. Don't even don't don't interact with them. Don't do this. Just I can't. I cannot fathom that. It, it it's it's repulsive to, for me. It's it's deplorable. It's it, angry, and I'm gonna try. I promise you this to be less uh, angry about it because boy, do I think they deserve it. And, and and you know, you know, people say people say this when I was younger. Oh, you look like Gary Vee. Oh, you have the stupid Gary Vee impersonation that I did for you on the radio, which was really stupid and bad. But but if anything, man, if I ever get that, I'm gonna say I, I just hear. I don't, not sound, not look. I, I wish I could just have the mindset that you do. And I think it would help me better on a show like this. You yeah. Know? I just I just feel like sometimes maybe the reason why they reach out to you about this is because they're struggling inside because they still love their dads. And it's 
it's I guess it's a it's a desire now if the person's on his deathbed maybe even in the last moment there can be a ah, you know a uh, a uh, how would you say it a saving factor saving grace or you know something like that but again that's just the way I'm I'm looking at well, it. Well, you know, I believe in that. So when my dad died, I was telling you this off air that my dad passed away, um, and hence I'm here. And my dad was not a religious man. He was so upset that his mom died at a young age. His mom died he was like seven. He was absolutely destroyed by that. Never went to church again. Didn't matter what it was. Uh, Christmas, graduation, because, you know, we, we would happen to church. He would he would leave or would be outside. You know, marriage, even like when we get married. He is struggling to be in that building. He's so upset at what happened when he was young. And I understood that. And I didn't force it on him or anything. But when he was dying, you know, for the first time I saw him pray. And he was crying and praying. And I was like, oh my God, the man I've never, ever, ever, ever seen pray, ever say God, Jesus, ever, never came out of his mouth, ever. And I was like, wow, this is a powerful moment. And um, gosh, my, my, my point is, I guess in the end, even if, if I feel like I don't know if he went to heaven or not, just because, boy, it didn't seem like it. By the way, he, he he thought it was a joke and it was stupid and he was angry. Maybe maybe that one moment, maybe that split second changes his trajectory also of where he ends up, right? No matter what everything that has been done because of that one prayer, the one prayer he hasn't prayed since he was six. You know, who knows? Because it was real. He was emotional. I saw the tear. He wasn't crying like you know, like 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 a death in the family cry. He he was quiet and crying. And I I think he tried to not do it because we were there. He didn't want us to see it. But my mom was there and holding his hand, and he just and it it hurts me. It hurts me to think he may have missed out. But you know, listening to you, maybe he didn't. You know what I mean? Listening to you has already confirmed to me that when he opened his eyes after he closed it here, yeah. Uh, it was, it was Jesus that he saw. Yeah, maybe. And and and, um, and probably Jesus. Of course, the way we think of it is like, you know, Jesus. Oh, come here, son. Probably Jesus might have said, "I know what you did, son." Yeah. But in that one moment, you called on me, and that's all I needed. Yeah. So come, come home. Let's go. You know. So I, I think that's probably what happened i'm getting emotional just yeah me too I'm, I'm trying my best not to cry really i mean i'm not um, really i'm not trying yeah really, uh, that was the that was the moment of your dad that was yeah. that was his that was his moment and and uh, so i'm i'm confident that uh that at least i know i'll see him there and and uh um yeah i've got this smile on my face now because i know where he is yeah yeah that's great. okay that's great... anyway um <laughs> you know what? I gotta thank you, man. Uh, I well, 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 let's all say sorry. I'll be honest. Transparency, right? I said, what time did I say? Nine thirty a.m. to ten thirty a.m. and we we're pushing noon Manila <laughs> time. So I no, apologize this, for no, no. Uh, I, I was for looking this. forward to this, and yeah. when I know it's gonna be about when I saw like in the notes that we were gonna talk about life, yeah. I said, oh, okay, okay, then let's yeah. sit because I also learn from these talks. Yeah, yeah, I really do. You know, and and I want to thank um, Anna and was it Ria? Who yeah, Ria and Anna. Maraming maraming salamat talaga because it helps me. It 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 kind of makes me want to go into learning more about how I can address you know yeah. situations like this. You got to get into so, a podcast, brother. You're too smart. You're too <laughs> articulate to 
I, I know that when we, you know, it's funny. I was talking to your wife again, Tita Gel, the other day, and she's like, she said this, you know, you know, Gary Man, in, in all his genius, when when he's, he, and I go, you know what he is, right? Any any genius? It really people throw the word around sometimes a little too much. Even I loosely throw it around, but but you are really just man living genius you really really are that i feel like a lot of people want you to get involved in stuff because they just want to see your genius shine in those moments like i sit here and i go brother you need a podcast man you you, you need a talk show okay right now like this you're too i, I almost think sayang sayang yung yung if we never get to experience you in this long form of conversation but then, and then say you gave your time to that, and then music would be like, Gary, what's up, man? <laughs> like, you're the best. <laughs> what are you doing here? You're like, I, I, I don't know. It must be amazing to be that good at so many things. I know you're humble and you're not going to say yes, but it's pretty freaking amazing. But, <laughs> but, um, it's only one thing I can say. Uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Just trust me. Um, and, and again, I've, never, I've never looked at myself as that. I've always had uh, some sort of ins- inferiority complex when I was younger. Yeah, but the numbers have to catch up at some point, right? When you know you, when, when you, when you see, and I, I mean numbers from everything, numbers in terms of uh, how long you've been doing it, how young those people are who are opening up to you at those schools, how yeah. many times you've sold out a stadium, how many countries you've been to, how many times you've heard the people scream and maybe even different languages, Right. I'm sure you know the numbers tell you the truth. Maybe you don't have to kind of have people actually say it verbally, hey, you're genius or you're the greatest. But the numbers don't lie, right? That's tangible evidence that you did something right and you do something that not a lot of people do. I think I told, I don't know if I told you this on the radio or I was telling this to Anjali because she was saying, hey, you know what, Mo, you're you're good at, you're, you're the best at the radio and you're this and this and that. Kind of like Gary, who who's the best at, and I go, no, no, Tijel, you're talking about the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Okay. <laughs> Your husband is the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Uh, you know how they say you're an NBA fan, right? You know how they said, oh, only the 1% of, of, of basketball, truly great basketball players make it to the NBA and then there's just an elite, you know, the the fifth, the, the fifty greatest, or the the first ballot Hall of Famer, and you're that. And I was giving you crap uh, also on the radio about how come you're not a national artist. I mean, who 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 is more deserving? And 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 Tita Joseph, please don't bring this up on the podcast because. Uh, I don't want you to speak it into existence and people have a movement of some kind. And we were joking because I said, yes, that means Ongano. That means the president is the one that issues the national artist. And forever, if you get it, it's going to be a photo of you and him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I go, oh, no, oh, I, I go, let me take it back. I'll take it. I'll take it back. In time, I said, in a different time. You're well-deserving of it. But you're right. That moment, it's going to be a photo of the... And then now we'd have to look at that photo forever. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh no, don't say it. I go, okay, I'm going to remove it. So sorry to the jail. I uh, broke my promise. It's just, it's a travesty sometimes yeah. when I think about it. But but again, again, you, I, I, I'm assuming you don't need any more accolades. You don't need any more awards to know that you've left an, an incredible mark, one that will uh, live for well beyond my lifetime and 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 so many others because you are you're permanent you know we're not right we're not permanent but but there there is a there's a something about you that's permanent and then that's that's one percent of the one percent of the one percent you know thanks mo like you deserve to be on money (laughs) 
Wow, from national artist to money. Yeah, wow. dude, dude, you deserve to be on money. Honestly, <laughs> really, I mean, there's nothing. Le- there's, honest, oh, man. I know you still have maybe because uh, the type of guy you are. A, I would like to build on my resume, and I'm not trying to, you know, print your resume out and cut it. But if it if it had to, wow, what a resume! Unamazing, <laughs> unbelievable. So anyway, brother. No see. Yeah, well, and I, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, but but. Yeah, okay, last, last, last. And okay. I don't know if Tita Jal did this or you this. Just just to jump off that last point. Do you have an Excel sheet somewhere? Of everything an Excel, you know what an Excel sheet is? Microsoft Excel? It's it's a yeah. it's a it's a database. Do you have yeah. do you have an Excel of numbers? I, I love statistics. I'm a stats guy. Okay. Mm. I like analytics. I like that. I like that about sports. Is there is there an Excel sheet of just everything about everything that you've done? Everything from Every again, we'll go back to award to every number to every how many concerts have you done? Is there is there a is there a database? No. It's not with me, but, oh, but it's with my, with my team. My team has. They have one. Oh, the Genesis team has all of that. All you ever of those see it? Do you ever read it? Do you ever go sit back? I'm like, all right, we're just, I'm gonna do this on my calendar. I just want to see what I I've done. Like I mean, yeah, I, count, I, I count I count episodes. Like okay, this is episode you know thirteen. This is it was I celebrated my fifteenth year for the morning show yesterday. Um, I know the stats. I'm obsessed with stats. I, I just wonder if you. I I uh, I'm more concerned about the here and now, you know, yeah. more than I am with what I've accomplished in the past. But I know that what you're talking about actually exists somewhere, you know, in okay. the office, all right. and it's all there. And it seems to be, you know, there's more stuff being put there, yeah, depending yeah. on the number of shows, right, right, right. or like what we did last year, where we were able to raise a substantial amount of. Right. Uh, funds for the COVID, something I didn't think I could do from home. Yeah, and yeah. that made me feel like, okay, we did something right. We yeah. did something good. Next, what's next? You know, right, right. I like yeah. I like stuff like that. But it's yeah, I have. It's, good. Look at it, man. Look at it. No, he give, give every every couple of years on a certain date. You're January first every three years. I'm gonna look at. It. I'm just gonna look at every line and just go, oh, yeah. Mm. And it could you could it would be a nice way to reminisce too. It's not just a ego boosting thing. It's like I remember that show. I remember that moment. I remember those girls I spoke to. I remember the girl with the headset who you know. I'm actually that, I was actually when I turned fifty, which was like six six years ago. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to come up with a book uh-huh. with fifty outstanding events that have really changed my life yeah, or that yeah. have molded me to. Right. Who I am today, and the story of the girls is going to be in that book. Awesome. But there are so many other stories yeah, that yeah. that are like, wow, uh, my experience with Martin Yavera, my um, my performance in some place where I wasn't even known, and yeah. and I ended up performing and looking at the side, I could see I was doing shout for joy. This yeah. is in a nutshell uh, the story. Um, I was performing and I could see people, though somebody waving his hands like this on the left side. When I looked, it was to an entire crowd of deaf and mute. Nice. And the guy was just doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the deaf and mute were dancing because they could feel the vibration. Right, 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 right. And this was in Amsterdam. And I'm like, no. Of way. course, how hard to perform. You get yeah. emotional when you yeah. see that happening. Yeah, yeah. But man, those are just some of the stories that I'm putting into that book. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's going to have to, I'm going to have to go through that list that Excel sheet and to see and remind, oh, wow, that's, oh, I remember that event and then go further down. I can imagine it's probably going to end up to about more than a hundred stories. So, so, so all, all I'm saying is this, let's, let's marry those two concepts. Have it in word form. You're just so articulate. 
Like, what if you did that book, but you modernize it? I'm not saying that it's archaic, right? Have a book. Because books are, again, permanent, right? You should always, we should, books should be forever. But what if you had a podcast and every episode was just each memory? You know? This, you today's know the story of this day. Today's okay, the story of this day. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm downloading that, man. You're the second person who's told me that. I met um, a director by the name of Erwin Romulo mm-hmm. um, some years back. We were up in Sagada together. He was accompanying Eli Buendia. Yeah. And he asked me, you know, Erwin asked me, Gary, what are you doing now? And I said, I don't know. I'm just doing this and doing that and doing this. And he goes, yeah, uh, like, what is it you want to still do? And I said, well, you know, I want to score like a film. I want to try that and all because, and I started talking and getting animated in the way I am when I talk, which often happens. And he was just looking at me like this. And then he was saying, yeah, but what stories would you want to share? I said, well, when you talk about stories, and then I started going into some of those stories, one story long that I shared from that book. And he goes, stop. And I said, why? And he goes, have you ever thought of almost doing what you just said? Have you ever thought of sharing the story, but in a totally different way? People can read it, of course. You you can come up with that platform. But what if you just share the story and then have it scored? Yeah, like cinematically, it's just all audio, but Heck people yeah. are hearing it. So they create the image of what you're talking Absolutely. about, which is based on your actual story, something that really happened to you. So I, wow, you know, so I, I, this is I, I'm in, man, I'm in. Listen, Gary, the stories obviously are compelling on their own, whether read, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But that element, your voice, it really is. And, and, and the energy, for the lack of a better term, sorry, the energy <laughs> behind the passion of the story i'm not a hundred percent sure that can translate the way we hear it as listeners again i'm your friend but i'm a fan you know and i gotta tell you it'll be different it'll be different when i hear that recognizable voice tell that amazing story and i think the impact as a listener as these callers have experienced with you today you're now you're multiplying it you know you're multiplying it and 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 Dang, man. And this might be the perfect time right now. Right? Maybe this window, this COVID window where it's just not a lot of going out right now because I know you're just generally a busy man with shows and travel and whatnot. Why not maximize this window? If you've got 100 stories, ah, one a day is pretty rough, right? But wait, maybe that story's 10 minutes. Maybe it's 30 minutes. But it doesn't have to be anything. It's, it's, it's the online world. There's no, you know, it's, it's what you want it to be. So I don't know, man. I'm just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, just okay. I'll, I'll, I'm <laughs> hey, everyone, if you're listening now, I'm seriously thinking about this. This is, <laughs> this is the second confirmation as to what I should do with these stories that I've shared with people and who have also said, Are, is there some place that we can read these things? It's, I yeah. should know it's never been put down and all. And, and, and what I share will not be exaggerated moments. Huh? They're mm. going to be what I felt when I was right. there, when, right. when the story was actually unraveling and, and, and unfolding before my eyes from successful concerts to unsuccessful concerts Dude. to my moments with victories over my health to those most yeah. you know questionable moments in in time to my my uh experiences with my children yeah yeah and yeah. my marriage you know right, right. to all of these things you know i will i will Sige. Dude. again Sige, sorry Sige. sorry Sige. i promise last yeah. but but i, I just, just but still on topic what i've learned today Compared to say when I was talking to you last week, or last week it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of poking fun yeah. at you know kind of prank, goofy moments, and but but still very compelling, very very kind of touching conversation because that's just you, right? You have that vibe, you have that aura, you've got the tingling thing that you make people feel. 
but what I learned today is okay. The most perfect, like what we, what we as an audience, as a country, and I will speak behalf of a country, and I know I'm right. We we look at you as the perfect person with the perfect life and the perfect this, and you have a great life. But it was nice to know it wasn't perfect. You know, it's just it, it still it still isn't actually. It's far from. No, that's it. what I'm saying. It, it I it almost is refreshing. Not I'm not that I find joy in your your trials, but that it's like it's like so you mean your life is not really all that well? Yes. What you screwed up? Oh man, that's so good. But no, there is. There's a little kind of and, and I hope it doesn't come off the wrong way, but if there is a oh my goodness, the guy that's so perfect. What? He didn't it wasn't perfect? I, I never I never want people to I never wanna make to alienate people, you know, with the image of Gary V. But I think that's already happened to some extent. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's time for me to share, hey. Here are some things that maybe you guys didn't know, you know, good times and not so good times, yeah. times when I was right and times when I was terribly wrong. Um, and I, you know, I oh, think it would be, man, it would be huge, Gary, huge, especially now where everybody's listening to podcasts. Now everybody's listening to these long form conversations and it's so intimate and you've got the presentation skill set for it. You know, it's why, man, you don't need a co-host. You just sit there and like, all right, guys, you know, mic check. Today, I'm going to talk about this. And again, it, it might be a five, 10 minute episode. Who cares? It's a story. It's a, it's a learning moment. It's a learning moment. Okay. All right, anyway, go, 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 go. Get out of here. Get out of here. I have to text my team and say, we got to meet now. Yeah, yeah, guys, let's go. <laughs> um, but thanks, man. I, I appreciate you. And this is a great, Mo. This yeah, is really, this is really, it was, it's like, it's a check on my list. It's like, <laughs> good, Gary. You, you, it's good that I did this. With I'm you. glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. And and uh, you can't be there for me uh, every night here because that's unrealistic. But I, I will. I will hone into your spirit with these calls, man. Because today was a light day, and 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 today I I see I could have used you <laughs> in other big moments. And I look back at it and I hope I didn't fail them. These some of these because you are really mm-hmm. magical, man. So I will. I will. I will uh, tap into your essence, my friend. When, when some of these big challenges come around. Well, put it this way, Mo. If anytime you need me again for something like this, let me know. Okay, l- l- how about this? When I start getting messages like I did with Anna that are, you know, one week, two week, three week pending, and I look at it and it's like, ooh, that's heavy. Because they, they tell me a little bit and I go, ooh, that's heavy. And sometimes I take those episodes on my own because I just, you know, I, th- there's no celebrity. To, hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, it's just, it's very dark. It's very intimate. And it usually has to do with parenting. Um, I'll 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 tap into you, you know, every now and then. Okay, because yeah, yeah, I'm going to need you, brother. <laughs> it's not right, for me. Man. It's not for me. It's them, dude. They 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 need you. Uh, and maybe you can have that effect like you did with those girls, because that's that's an incredible story. And you can not tell really. it was a story that, I mean, it was an experience in that one day that they've been able to cultivate into something that has lasted quite a quite a bit of time for them, and it could continue. So, yeah, no, definitely, I will do that. I will. I will. I will. And that's you guys listening, right? That, why am I doing this? You're listening. If you got a story, and and it it it, it and you it's heavy, and you need a guy like this, because because boy, I tell you, the 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 fingers, man, the hair, the the arms, the tingle, it's real, dude. Um, if you need a chat, let, let's let's schedule. It might not happen immediately, and you guys want to hang in there with me, but um, but let's make it happen. Yeah. Okay, make us whole again is the song. Give it a look, Spotify, YouTube as well. Uh, 
it's a gift. It's a, it's a gift in a, in, a, in, a, in a tough time of the year, in a tough time, maybe a year and a half, two years. But, but Gary's got it for you, so let's unwrap that gift and enjoy it. In the meantime, my friend, have a great week. Thanks for uh, hanging out, and I'll see you again soon. Yep. All right, Mo. All right, God thanks. bless, and right. thanks a lot, everyone. All right, Bye. later. Brother. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook.